0: about the best ever in reality television. Recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike.
1: And I'm Sonia. And we're both sick.
0: Yes. (laughs) Want to apologize in advance if you hear coughing, sniffling, clearing of throat slightly. Yes,
1: we are not intentionally trying to start an ASMR podcast. We are just not well. I Love New York. Please stop. 1, Episode 7. No, stop! This you, could, is, you could follow along with us. on Omar, I do we? hate this so much. <laughs> Cannot stress. People that.
0: might like it. I don't know.
1: All right. Uh, so into some housekeeping. It is just us this week. Yes. Disgusting and terrible. I know. Ugh. Uh but anyway We're uh, trying not to
0: get other people sick, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, I know, just kidding. No, and disgusting on our parts, like we're annoying. I feel so bad now that I sound like I'm shading our guests. I love the guests that we were supposed to have. It just was yeah. a scheduling conflict. Uh so hopefully they'll be on again soon. Uh yeah, so for if you want to follow us along follow along with us. Oof. Follow along with <laughs> us. You can watch on Hulu or Tubi TV.
0: Yes. Hulu for the captions, Tubi for the cursing and the credits. That's what I like to say.
1: Yeah, the after credit scene. And minimal ads. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Tell friends who don't suck.
0: Rate five stars.
1: Five stars. Yeah. Thanks. Stars. Oh, so I guess we should get into it. This was a really good episode. I like this one a lot.
0: Didn't you want to do the housekeeping?
1: I That was the housekeeping.
0: Oh, I thought it was the flavor. Well, figure.
1: also, well, right. Well, I was going to get into that a little bit. But yeah. I was no, just this gonna...
0: episode we were saying before, off the air. Uh, how this kind of like not saying the last few episodes of I Love New York it felt like I don't want to say filler episodes
1: well like it was interesting like I feel like they were interesting episodes to watch but not interesting episodes to try to like talk about
0: I guess there's not as much like drama and stuff yeah, like it was just sense. like
1: just the guys were just it's being like, babies look at these and,
0: goofballs. And, right. And, yeah. So,
1: I mean, it was they were tough ones to discuss, even though like we had great guests. I mean, if you, I mean, if, the great guests help make up for exactly whack episodes of the show. <laughs> like, But uh, yeah, so this one was certainly a little bit more drama filled. Uh, a lot of
0: T.I. standing.
1: A lot of T.I. standing for sure. Uh, a lot of
0: bracing undercut like
1: homophobia. Uh, fragile masculinity. You know, just some of the, the real, some of the themes yeah, have been the brought back. came out
0: when they were drunk. Oof, yikes! This that's there. You go. That's a that, talk about a problematic episode. Yeah, or I shouldn't say episode. It's like a problematic, like five minutes. No, like the whole the whole through line of it was pretty. They said other stuff. Weird.
1: I don't know. Just like the well, the aspect. We'll, we we'll talk back. about yeah. it. Speaking of fragile masculinity, <laughs> there is some some unfortunate news i guess coming out of the vh1cu oh, as we are segue. calling it now i know uh that our i don't want to say our boy because i hate him so as we've mentioned before three of Flaves children are on growing up hip-hop new york Yes. Uh, I have. We haven't really been watching it. We are cord-cutting millennials. Not that we don't find ways to watch other shows, but, you know, Shh. just minimize my Flav interaction content. But anyway, the kids all seem great. Um, They're all, like, very good-looking, despite having him as a father. They all just seem like nice kids. And I say kids like they're not our age. But basically, uh, the season finale, I guess, was either was this past week or something like that and in the season finale he reveals to his children uh it's designer will the third and Quan, who they call flea do with that information what you will uh people have nicknames i know but uh he reveals to them that he has pancreatitis or as he calls it pancreatitis not to make light of it. I'm. This is. I mean, I hate him, but like, you know, bless up. I guess. Yeah. So it, the there's two scenes in this episode that we watched prior to this. They were certainly interesting and a a a sensitive subject for me. Uh, personally not that you know i have had any experience with pancreatitis in particular but it certainly was very reminiscent of dealing with my own father's Mm. my late father's health
0: issues and also a reminder to everyone i know we do this almost every episode go to your doctor get checked yeah stuff yeah for sure we always say rip real in this case he's got this um and that's not to sidetrack anything because that you know with your father and everything too always just make sure yeah definitely Everyone go go get to the doctor you out. never know what the situation is
1: basically he lets the kids know that uh he he has pancreatitis it came from extensive drinking and it it definitely like hit home a little bit when designer his daughter is talking about how like they haven't always had a good relationship but like hearing that he's having these health issues is like a weird sticking point for her um, just because as they're trying to repair the relationship now, it's like, you know, it's already hard enough at this age coming to terms with the fact that your parents are not just real people, but aging people, mm-hmm. you know, and that like health does start to deteriorate at a certain point. Uh,
0: it's where so, you start thinking like people aren't invincible.
1: Yeah. Like
0: in situations. You, yeah. yeah. Depending. Yeah.
1: I, I love that you probably come to this episode to laugh and we're just like, so let's just get to the sad shit. No, you get, um, you
0: get the sad shit out of the way early.
1: Yeah. So as I'd, Walt
0: Disney said, with every laugh, there must be a tear.
1: A word. So we're bringing Nazis on the show. Now. It's something like that. He's not a Nazi. He's a Nazi sympathizer.
0: Was he? You didn't know that? I thought he. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I I knew there's a thing like he doesn't like Jewish people
1: oh fine so he wasn't a Nazi. whatever either way it Very wasn't far like was from a the point. a s- yeah
0: i don't know if he was like a white supremacist but so far from the point yeah. anyway anyway walt disney as a human being was a piece of crap leave it at that
1: that wasn't the point we were trying to make with all of this but anyway so uh he he has this sit down with the kids and they're basically just like hey get your shit together followed by another scene later on i guess in the episode where they try to have like an intervention for him and unsurprisingly that does not go over great (laughs) no of course
0: (laughs) like it is it is very tense um i wear the pants in this music studio
1: yeah, they have, they're have. they at some somebody's house in the first one and then in this second scene, they're at a music studio and there are beer bottles like everywhere and the kids are like, hey, you know, you just told us that you have this condition and you're continuing to drink and you said that it was related to your drinking and you're continuing to drink and he's just like, I'm going to do what I want to do and like I said, this was just a very, ooh, it was uncomfortably familiar mm. for me. You know, having that discussion with your parent, like, you know you say you care about me you say that you care about our family but if you really cared you would take better care of yourself and they're just like but what if i just kept doing the thing that's making me sick so i don't know (laughs) i guess prayers up for Flav or whatever at the very least prayers up for the children
0: family i mean it's nice to see that they care like there's so many like rumors and stuff we heard when we were watching flavor of love especially about like i guess. It seemed like he wasn't around and all this stuff. Well, he that was off like... The kids are still like clearly caring about him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still your parent. Like at the end exactly. of the day, you. I mean, not that I'm saying by any means, like if you have a toxic parent that you're entitled to, you know, feel anything. But it it definitely is a difficult thing to wrestle with. Yes. Especially because once you start to get to a certain age, you see your parents as, like, real people, mm. as, like, as I mentioned before. But also as just, like, you start to kind of understand whether or not you agree with it. You start to understand why they made the decisions that they made. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, this was depressing. The episode is not. So let's get into it, I guess. Mike, do want well.
0: <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yes. Segway. I Love New York, season one, episode seven. Guess who's coming to dinner? Isn't that the name of a movie? Yes, it is. And then wasn't there another one with it was Bernie a, Mac? Yeah, there was like on? a, it was a remake.
1: R.I.P. Also, again, get get checked. Yeah, people, just go to the doctor. <laughs> like, go to the doctor. Get your annual,
0: if, you, if you have insurance, please, just get your annual. And physical. if you don't have
1: insurance, vote for somebody who will <laughs> make insurance readily available.
0: Yes. Find a way to get checked. All right, so we <laughs> we opened- This with, is terrible. Thank God we don't have that. Right? Well, let's just get back into it. My God. Oh, my God. We open with 12-pack working out with Real spotting him. Uh, Then we go into tango. Wait, hold on. I, d- I had to laugh, He wasn't so, smoking a cigarette while lifting right? He was
1: not today. Right. I, although I'm not- Don't
0: smoke either, people. I'm not
1: positive that he didn't have a beer, though. Oh, he's always drinking. But also, I just was dying because Real was, like, you know, spotting him or whatever, and he's like- he, what he was trying to say is good job, Danielson, but he sounds like he's saying Danielson. He's always like, oh, good job, Danielson. <laughs>
0: like, is that his last name?
1: No, oh. it's saying Danielson. Like, no, I
0: know it's supposed to be like Karate Kid. No,
1: I think it just was the way he said it sounded like he was saying it, Danielson. Danielson. Uh, they're having a conversation about how their confidence is getting higher and higher every day that they're here. Uh, freaking
0: 12 pack told me i'm like the best looking guy here so as long as i don't sue so, do something so stupid i won't get kicked out
1: oh well isn't foreshadowing fun right. yeah i mean it, well, that's also like a weird thing to say to like real like it's only the kind of thing you could say to somebody who he's you didn't the, find
0: he's got such an ego though that's he's why. terrible i mean he, he doesn't seem, care he but he seems real. like
1: he's mellowed out
0: but he sees real as competition clearly too because he's like they're he also shouldn't. pretty chill it seems he
1: shouldn't. new york is not interested in real
0: at all it doesn't seem like it he's a cool <laughs> dude though
1: he seems nice and i think they would have been good together it just didn't work After out this
0: episode i'm actually there is well we'll get to it but uh but yes then we lead into tango writing an, a note for new york and putting a rose with it
1: yeah he puts it on like a tray and like leaves it outside the door he's now when so he said fucking corny when he
0: said a platter i thought he made her a little like Food platter or something for the morning, and I'm oh, like, Oh, it, it's just note Yeah, I
1: guess it makes sense. No, like, fuck it.
0: who was the what's his name? Not Heat, who's the other one? Rico, when he did the fruit platter, she's like, Get this fruit out of my fucking face, this is gross. <laughs> I'm a Mr. Boston's microwave mac, and, mac cheese. and cheese,
1: disgusting. Uh, so New York comes out to get the note, and she reads it in her room. The note. <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, my true crime background, but it was, like, it felt vaguely threatening and just kind of, uh, like, reminded me of, like, some BTK, like, Zodiac vaguely shit. Vaguely murdering? Because it, the note just says, I'm not them, I'm him. I don't know, that just sounded like a villainous thing to ne- write.
0: What is that show on Netflix? You? Yeah. It's like, yeah, You Season 2 starring Tango.
1: <laughs> so New York says at this point, uh, the note touches her, you know, that he's trying to make an effort or whatever their relationship is so fucking weird i think
0: it's forced by the producers i don't think to it's forced by the like producers
1: i think that they just both are like they actors really
0: love each other no. now they're gonna fight and well it just is like such up.
1: dramatic like Soap opera. That's fights. exactly that's what it is. Like, I mean. it's just so corny. But and then
0: every time he's like, I'm in emotional pain, so I'm also going to show my physical pain in my shoulder.
1: Oh my God, every right? Every time. It always, somehow, he's always having to, like, like work out. Man, his I'm shoulder. in a bad
0: mood. Oh, now my shoulder hurts because I'm in a bad mood. My emotions run through my shoulder. Yeah. People, I mean, he's literally wearing his it's heart like, on his sleeve. I was I just
1: going to say sense? that.
0: On his short sleeve. I was
1: just going to say that. Uh, so Chamo gathers all the guys in the great room. They all are standing around waiting for her. I guess the producers must have told them to stand up. New York uh, comes down and joins, comes down, joined by Chamo and Sister Patterson. Uh, I'm, well, a lot more of these notes was contingent on having two other millennial women here. But she's got this like sleeveless dress shirt and like light acid wash denim bedazzled I don't know I was just living for her 2000s look like she really was having fashion moments during this time so she tells us in a talking head that she has a big surprise for the five remaining fellas Uh, she tells them that her mom is the one who knows her the best so she decided to have some special guests that know them the best who this is like I cannot believe they pulled this off but she tells Chamo to send in the first guest And it is a lady who I can just really only describe as very, like, rock of love style aesthetic.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Like,
1: she has, like, a little bit of a pompadour going on. Like, not quite the snooky poof, but, like, a little bit of, like, a clipped something. Ethnically ambiguous, you know, low shirt with, like, some bra showing. And it is Chance's X Malay.
0: That's her name. Malay, Malay. yes. Malay.
1: And Chance just yells his out, I need a bathroom.
0: Yeah. His face was funny. Like, once you see that he recognizes who's walking through the door. Well, it's also funny because like, obviously no. real recognizes It's her like too. that meme with the the guy who's, like, turned his head kind of, like, awkward and, like, a weird smile question face and it's all the question marks around oh, his yeah, face. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I thought I was a basketball player.
0: Oh, I have no idea what that meme well, is. Well,
1: you would know. Um, I thought I figured you would know. It might be. Anyway, so once they all start to realize what's happening the stress in the room is palpable
0: oh, like you can st- yeah. feel
1: it radiating through the she screen. walks in
0: and everyone's like oh no
1: so uh in new york i'm also living for how she's living for how uncomfortable they are like mm-hmm. literally she's like laughing at them uh so she says i invited the exes to come because i wanted to see the types of girls that the guys usually go for not bad strategy so Chance in his talking head says he couldn't believe it, but it's his. But she is his homegirl, so he was not super concerned. Yes. Up next, we meet Tango's ex, Sunny. Uh, she is honestly, I thought she was cute. New York She was, is a
0: disgrace. New York was ripping to York. her
1: to shreds, and I was like,
0: because New York is jealous.
1: Yeah, that's Tango true. Tango
0: was dating someone.
1: Yeah, and she looks like. She looks younger. She could easily not be, but she looked younger to me. She not um, look
0: as young as another person about to come out.
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I, this, like, makes me really wonder how old they all must be. Well, we'll get to it. So, you know, she's in this... <laughs> for as beautiful as she is, and she has, like, such a beautiful smile, she is wearing this very 2000s like pink, brown and yellow striped halter with these like matching brown pants and i was like what a fucking 2000s <laughs> moment all of this is
0: so living it
1: tango is saying that his whole mouth went dry and he's like okay like this is the end for me so they do hug and new york's like Aw, I smell love in the air. She is like very uncomfortable. Like she signed up for this, but you see she it the
0: whole rest of the fucking episode. Yeah. No one else, only them.
1: Yeah, so then that's when New York says, What the hell was he doing with her? She was a disgrace. Yes. Like, I was like, yikes. Well, also, like, New York has a hard time dealing with anybody she has a hard time dealing with anybody she finds prettier than her, but she also has a hard time when somebody doesn't meet her beauty standards her personal beauty standards so Mm. if somebody is slightly larger than a like a toothpick if somebody you know isn't i don't know just like it i think she also has like a weird well she like is going through like a weird thing where she hates darker
0: skin and she also just has that extreme jealous factor yeah where it's like even with like the second anyone shows any interest
1: yeah So up next, we actually meet white boy's sister. So she, in her 2000s moment, this polka dot scarf headband, which if you were a girl during this time, like you absolutely remember, you absolutely had one of these. I had one. Everybody had one. And she's wearing one of those like, and I'm literally like, I love that I'm now just fully leaning into just talking to the millennial women in the audience that she had one of those like cropped sweaters over like a long tank top with lace at the bottom you know what I'm talking about you remember uh, <laughs> and boot jeans they do not look alike
0: I mean not all siblings do
1: I, I know not, not everybody can be you guys you and your sister what do you she, mean you people she literally just looks like a thin version of Mike with long hair and without a beard
0: pretty much yeah
1: <laughs> Like they but
0: pretty. I don't know. Thanks. You so make a pretty girl. I'm a, I'm a pretty girl. You make a pretty girl. Wait, what is that? Who says that? That's from something. I don't know. You're a pretty guy.
1: So New York says that she's probably like the best person to have because she's known white boy for all 24 years of his life so just keep He's that in 24. mind that's what she he said? looks like 30 that's, that's what she said that's what she said uh that uh, yeah no i was kind of surprised as well i do mean we he ever... certainly he didn't look 30 but he didn't look 24 Did we... i would have guessed 26 27
0: do we ever find out about his ex and like anything else in the future is there anything online about it because it's one of those where like because it goes to her talking again she's like i couldn't find anything out from any of his ex-girlfriends or anything like that which is kind of weird
1: that just sounds to me like that girl was invited to come and she was like absolutely fucking
0: not and if you think yes we find out and the thing is if he's 24 right exactly yeah if he's 24 and it's it's a five five year year.
1: yeah exactly like most people aren't gonna have a ton of dating and also you're not gonna have somebody from when he was like 14 like his high school girlfriend you know like if one exists like you know no, that's
0: true yeah although real here was freaking hilarious
1: yeah he was like he was obviously very jealous that uh, white boy's sister he knows won't throw him under the bus, but also he says that white boy's sister is hot. So she was fine. The you're, like, was...
0: you're getting eliminated, yo. Then we meet get your sister's digits. Yeah, that would be funny if like twelve pack was walking out. He's like, yo, white boy, can I get your sister? Well, kids? he
1: was. She. I don't think she would have been hot enough for Twelve you know, pack. Spoiler alert. Uh, so hopefully you watched. New York uh, then brings out C. Anna or Sienna. Like they put. C. Prena- Anna. Well, Real calls her something else at some point during the course oh, really? of the episode. I forgot that I had it. I have it written down. I, in my I notes had to somewhere. spell it
0: with, like, specifically putting Anna. Oh, at wait. The no. See, C-
1: I have it. New York pronounces it C. Anna. Yes. It's spelled like Sierra, but like Sierra the singer, like, with but an with N. an N. And then, but Real later on pronounces it C. Anna. That's what it was. He pronounced it Sienna later on, which either way, her name sounds like a medicine. So, do it that way you will.
0: Sienna, Sienna,
1: ooh, wouldn't you do Sienna, Sienna, potato, potato, patata. I don't know. Let's call it okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh, she's just got this really hideous dress on. Yeah, I, I can tell. Uh, the she's wearing this hideous dress. It's like. Mostly She's pretty though she was very pretty she it was like i know she just dressed like shit but it was like it was a white dress with like black polka dots except part of it also was black with white polka dots and just a big chunky black belt it was a week full of belt
0: she also looks very young i should say very i was gonna young.
1: say she didn't look especially young really? to me. i thought she
0: looked like she was like
1: she looked age appropriate maybe 21 she just like was like looked like white like a little too good looking for him not to be a dick. Well, no,
0: that's also the first thought when she walks in. We're just kind of that's where I'm like, oh, I'm surprised like New York's not like all that... jealous right now.
1: Yeah, no, she definitely it definitely slips out from her a little. I think she'd feel more jealous if she was cared interested in real, real yeah. at all. She actually reminded me a lot of uh, Beautiful from season two of Flavor of Love.
0: Oh, I mean, Maybe like if you mixed really her with uh, what's her name, who uh ice cube's daughter in 21 jump street oh
1: amber
0: if you mix them
1: yes yes that is a good way to describe her you're yeah. right me. uh so then real says uh he's in sh- he's so in shock that his leg almost snapped off <laughs> i i don't know what he's <laughs> i don't know it's what that's supposed sideways. to mean uh, New York out loud says she's feeling something between them. But I think that was actually that to me felt like she was a little bit threatened.
0: You see it on. Well, you also see it. Their faces were kind of like. Oh. oh, yeah. Like
1: they would have totally left You're with like, each oh, other if given the opportunity. Exactly. So Chance out loud because he's a messy bitch who lives for drama is like, oh, yeah, I'm also feeling a weird vibe. What's happening here between the two of you? I'm like
0: anybody it. else think this is the only suspicious thing we should be focusing on.
1: Right. <laughs> So New York uh, says in her talking head that out of all the exes, Sienna is the cutest one. But she looks like a virgin. She's a stick figure. She can't do anything like I do. It jealousy. I love sex positive icon. Well, at this nibbles point. popped up. I know. Not she's not a sex positivity. Imagine icon, if there but... was just
0: like a nibble, like for anyone who ever played Mortal Kombat two. Whenever you uppercutted someone, and a little guy would pop out and go toasty. Like it would be funny if there was just like a nibbles little head pop up that would come up and say something. <laughs> I don't know what she'd say. I don't say, know what she would say. Tweet us what she'd say, people.
1: I, wait, what did she say?
0: It's
1: snazzy. The snazziest dresser. There you go.
0: Every time someone walks in, snazzy.
1: Last but not least, we meet Jamie, 12-Packs X. Uh, she just looks like One a, a girl from the shore.
0: She walked in and I was like, looks like a Jersey girl. Right. It well, really, I guess we're yeah. also
1: very biased. Uh, Again, for those tuning in for the first time, 12-Pack is from, like,
0: a town or two over from us. We could probably make it to his town in like 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. So, uh she is like she's a white girl with blonde hair, blonde light eyes, just, you know, very Jersey looking. They both look visibly uncomfortable to see each oh, other. Oh, you see, yeah. It is uncomfortable. They also match.
0: He also probably did cuz when they say, oh, we're bringing an ex. He probably sat there like, oh, God, which one's it going to be? That's true. Because <laughs> it could have been the one... Like, he said he was just seeing a girl before coming to the that show. That was
1: sketchy, though. That, well, why are you jumping ahead? We can... I'm
0: not. He said it all season. There no, was, he said he wasn't There was the instance where she goes, it. are you dating anyone? He's like, listen, I broke up with a girl like before coming here. He
1: didn't say that before. He said he, he was... He said that on the boardwalk. He didn't. On the boardwalk. He said that he... Well, no, because he said that he was single. Like, he was saying they claimed... He apparently told Romance that he had a girlfriend who told him, who gave him the okay, and now he's changing the narrative. I swear to God, when she confronted him about having a girlfriend, he was like, no, I haven't been seeing anybody. It doesn't matter. I thought he told us in his talking head. No, he he tells us later on. You're mixing it up. He tells us later on. That's his big, we'll, we'll get to it. Anyway. Uh, he says that, oh, so side note, like I said, they're matching, uh, they're in, he's in, like, his signature white tank top, because he does not take anything seriously, and she's in a white tube top, and I think they both have jeans on, so Hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. They look like they're going to do, like, couples pictures.
0: I thought he had shorts.
1: Did he? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, so he tells us in a talking head that the last time he talked to her, uh, he said, fuck you, and hung up on her, and the next thing you know, she's here, and I'm shitting my pants. New York calls out the obvious tension and says that she wants to see a little bit more from them. She's, like, gesturing for them to hug, and, like, she basically, like, almost puts him in a headlock, it looks like. Like, it was like a headlock hug. It was a very uncomfortable hug. Like, all awkward. right, there
0: we go. We did it. Yeah. Can we please move on? Yeah. So, <laughs> like,
1: okay. uh, 12-Pack continues in a talking head, saying, uh, he knows she's gonna throw him under the bus, and he's expecting the worst from the second she walked in the door. So pretty accurate description of what's to come. So uh, New York says all the ladies are going out with her and calls all of them forward. Sister Patterson steps in front of New I York. I love how
0: she had to do this too.
1: Like with her hands on her hips and says, I'm gonna get the dirt on all of you and I will be deciding who will be the next guy to date New York. Yeah. <laughs> Just so dramatic. I like I, ever it. since Corey said it, like and I kind of thought about this too, like Shout out, Corey. Yeah, hi. That uh, we, like, she does have these moments where her accent does sound suspiciously
0: like Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. What? Who's ever going to be dating my baby? <laughs> New York.
1: So the ladies and Chamo all leave and all the dudes are basically just, I just put various stress poses. Like, a bunch of them are, like, crouched down and, like, heads in their hands and visibly like the only one who's not worried is white boy
0: i mean he doesn't. he's like shit my sister's here i'll be good she ain't gonna do anything wrong to me right
1: well like you would hope that they don't at least get along because it's like a weird situation when it's your sister because it's like new york should also kind of be trying to impress her yes well she kind
0: of said it if i'm not mistaken new york did a little side head thing or like her talking head she said like she's a little nervous that it's his sister Instead of being like an ex.
1: I honestly don't remember. I was
0: like so delirious when I took these
1: notes. So uh, New York.
0: (laughs) Welcome to being sick, people. Yeah.
1: So New York says uh, that they were going for a day of beauty and there's a lot of weird fake laughter while they're all sitting in the limo. (laughs) They have this like one of those old school like igloo Rubbermaid like coolers (laughs) and they're just drinking champagne out of it. So New York, obviously, chill, deficient queen, gets right into it and asks Sonny how long, oh, no, how Tango was in bed. And Sonny says, very nice. That's one of his good attributes. So New York's like, OK, well, what are his like bad points? And she says, everything comes before the relationship, basically, that they would make plans and he would then cancel at the last minute. I think that he said he's in real estate, though.
0: Yeah, this she said he's a workaholic, pretty much. That's it.
1: Which it, remi- it reminded me of. And granted, that is a valid complaint. Like, I'm not saying that she's yeah. wrong, but it did kind of remind me a little bit of like of uh Bean Girls, where they were like, oh, like, why did you break up with Aaron? And Regina's like, oh, because he wanted to put school and his mom and stuff like before me. And like, ew, gross. New York uh, says that Sonny tells me he's a workaholic, but I'm just thinking with you, he was. Uh, you're not all that good to look at. But with me, I can pull that man away from work. God. I, like, What a shady,
0: mean thing she to say. She just hates her. This poor girl her.
1: did not deserve that in the slightest. And uh, I don't know. So New York. Uh, no. So Sister Patterson asked Malay if she's ever seen Chance get high. Chamo. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, you probably didn't. Uh, Chamo's got like a notebook she's got like a notebook on his lap and he's like taking notes i guess for, I on their behalf <laughs> yeah and
0: it's like the pam beasley of new york
1: i get, yeah well i mean that's what an administrative assistant does they take notes
0: so well no michael she was the receptionist at the time and michael made her take notes
1: yeah because that's what an administrator okay so receptionist, that's i don't think you understand take what notes. i'm saying Anyway. And then
0: she makes herself the office administrator later on. So shout out, Pam.
1: Yeah, shout out, fictional character. I was just going to say
0: fake character, Pam. So, Sister Patterson
1: asks Malay if she's ever seen Chance get high. And Malay says, well, like in the music industry, and just kind of shrugs, whatever. Sister Patterson just takes that and runs with it. So. Like, she's just like, oh, okay, so he definitely is, like, a drug addict, like, degenerate piece oh, so of garbage. He's,
0: he's a crack addict now. And Malay
1: is like, um, like, I it's, it, it it happened? Like, she's like, it's, you know, not everybody is doing this kind of thing. And, and so Sister Patterson, not listening to her at all, goes, so what you're saying is, if you're in the music industry, you have to get high. And Malay's like, I'm sure, you know, well, I couldn't get
0: she never says that he does well
1: like it was weird because the captions like it sounded like it said it sounded like she was saying well I'm sure he doesn't but the caption said "Um, I'm sure he does it So I didn't know what she was trying to say. Either way, she wasn't outright saying, yeah, he does drugs. But like Sister Patterson was, she was like, well, I don't know if he really does drugs. And Sister Patterson's like, so what you're saying is he does drugs. Like that was basically the exchange over and
0: over. we kind of find out later that he definitely gets high.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. No,
0: there's a part.
1: But also there's a difference between like smoking weed and, you know. doing
0: like drugs.
1: Right. Doing like hardcore drugs. So. Weed is
0: not a gateway. (laughs)
1: So, Sister Patterson is then going, like, oh, Chance, he needs that fix. He needs the dope. Wait, which, like, dope to me was always like heroin.
0: No, dope was what they called weed back then. Is day. it? That's like boomer culture, I think.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, um, she's like, oh, yeah, I knew he wasn't good There's enough no for my hope daughter. No, dope. Sure. I mean, a dope, I just thought was like a catch all for various thing. drugs. It, was, it
0: probably is the generic term for every drug piled into one.
1: So then Sister Patterson is still, like, tearing, like, I want to say tearing into Malay, but basically, like, not letting this go. And she goes, like, oh, does he need his blunt every day? And Malay's like, no. Like, clearly at this point, she's, like, irritated and willing to, like, let this go. And she goes, so Sister Patterson goes, well, how do you know? And Malay's like, I mean, I don't know. So, like, I don't know (laughs) what their relationship is. Like, I I think she just was trying to do her best, but, like didn't want to lie like, it's like dumb, lying it's, it's just like, like
0: dumb and dumber so you're saying there's a chance
1: yeah so sister patterson is again going on. <laughs> she goes uh he needs to smoke that blunt that he so desperately needs those are lit that's literally verbatim he needs to smoke that blunt that he so desperately needs and so he goes so go smack your crack wacko and leave my daughter alone how did we go from blunts to crack? Like she's, she's never interacted with a person who's done drugs. Like I don't no, understand exactly. So I, then Sister Patterson uh, turns uh, turns her sights onto Jamie and says, "You know, is he totally straight?" in re- In reference to twelve pack, Jamie laughs and says that her parents. She goes, "My parents flat out think he's gay." This leads into. I mean, I feel weird about making this the iconic line of the week, but like it, the delivery of it, like made me scream. Um, I I don't know. I it made me laugh. I I apologize if it's problematic, but I just I couldn't help myself. It's yes, he is freaking gay. Wow. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious the way she said, this, like a very forceful, like she's feeling so the way vindicated. she says
0: it is like what. Well, because she said, it, I think early in the season, wasn't that kind of her thing? I
1: mean, yeah, I mean,
0: she asked him. I think the first, literally the first episode when they sat down in the backyard, she was like, "Are, are you gay? Like, be honest with me." Well, I think also like, because no. during like, this but I time, get that all the time, well,
1: as we've talked about before, if you were a man who took care of himself, yeah. At all, somewhat
0: he's like, like, metrosexual, kind of, at yes, the time. he's very, like, right. gelled haired, like, yeah,
1: like, tweezed eyebrows, eyebrows, and yeah. right? So, then Jamie says, uh, as we've talked about on the show before, Jamie. a few times he's worked at Feathers, which is, and she kind of hesitates, and Sister Patterson goes, a gay bar, and Jamie goes, somewhat, yes. <laughs> It is like it, it's it's a gay bar. Like it that's is. the we speak from experience. It is the gay bar in our area. It is a it is a it is a gay bar, not a kind of gay, like it it just is. So then Sister Patterson is literally like sitting back and like fanning herself and is like wow just <laughs> truly shooketh. So Sister Patterson is like also kind of it, I thought this was interesting that she was Saying that like talking about how Jamie like kind Of couldn't wait to throw him under the bus And as she's Having as she's doing the talking head It becomes like a voiceover and literally Jamie is like fully sitting Up and like clearly you can See in her face like willing to
0: spell all of the tea he knew it was coming too, though with her he's like she's gonna throw me under the bus with everything Doesn't matter. yeah i
1: mean certainly i mean if you things don't end well like you don't want things to go well for i don't know whatever i don't blame her but basically she just was like reveling a little too much and being like let me tell all this shit which i think I, it sounded to me at least in the stocking head that sister patterson was like i don't know how seriously i should take all of this yes because of that like, because she's so excited to throw him under the bus. I mean, not that she really gives a shit. Like, she says yes. that he was her least favorite. So then it's like back to Jamie saying, Oh, he adores giving lap dances. He loves the attention and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we're, this You're is not, not shocking. Right. Not shocking information, despite the look on Chamo and Sister Patterson's faces. So. Sister Patterson is doing a talking head And they're putting in this like Techno music in the background It's like <laughs> Yeah right and it's literally Twelve pack dances For gay men He is an undercover brother
0: That's low down on the down low The second she said on the down low I was like oh my god iced tea
1: uh, So then we see some flashback Clips of him being wasted In his leopard speedo That was so everybody in an ambulance car. <laughs> yes! <There you> go.
0: <laughs> Always happy to bring that back. If you haven't seen that, people, YouTube it. It's hilarious. I know,
1: because we've talked about it on the show, remember?
0: I know, but maybe they haven't seen it on YouTube Everybody
1: who brought in an ambulance car,
0: ambulance.
1: put your hands up.
0: Oh, but then this is where they do that quick cut of Wait, like five so, billion questions at everyone.
1: Yeah, like we – this was a lot. So um, New York is – well, quick before we transition out of that scene. Mm. New York is not thrilled about this news. She's kind of like looking out the window and just like holding her champagne glass and she's like, oh, 12 packs." X told me he used to be a professional dancer at a gay strip club. No th- this is where the clarification needs to come in. It is a gay club certainly, but it it's – if you've been to a gay bar before – or at least a bar catering to gay men in particular. I can't speak to any other sort of LGBTQ bar, but um, there are like just go-go dancer guys. Like he's he probably was minimally clothed. So is but it, it is like is not a
0: Chippendales? A, no. Oh, I don't it, know. It's a
1: bar. It's a bar that has. So it's a like, bar
0: with guys in like really skimpy shorts. Yeah, and they just serve drinks and dance. Well,
1: no, well, I when I've been there, I don't remember there being.
0: Like servers? Like, it's
1: servers, but I mean, it was, it's was it been so many years since I've been, but like...
0: So it's just dudes dancing.
1: Yeah. There's like a okay. go-go dancer. Gotcha. But like, it's not a strip club. Like you're not, you know, there's not like a main stage. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bar. That's it. So... No they arrive movie. at the salon uh, called Varnish, and then this I had to laugh because it was like underneath it, Varnish it said get nailed, and it's like <laughs> remember remember because it's a nail salon, so it's oh, like but then fantastic. I was just like laughing like because it was like the two thousands was such a time where like it was so double entendre heavy, mm. like make seven up yours and the F C U K and uh, I can't explain this to Gen Z at all. I don't know how. If to. you
0: seek Amy. Like Britney well, Spears I mean, song,
1: of course. Love
0: me, hate me. Da, 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 da. If you see you can't me, <laughs> anyway, like that, isn't it? And then
1: yes, you're you're mostly right. And then
0: Gaga had one too.
1: Poker face.
0: Yeah, people used to think it was uh, fucker face. I think.
1: Who said bah, that? Bah,
0: bah, bah. I don't know.
1: Nobody said that. Came I mean, out? it was. People I mean, it was repurposed little... for a Wale song where it was like. Was it? And I pu- 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 poke her face, pu- pu- poke face. Like poked face. her face? I make oh. a say,
0: oh, uh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh, 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 not to, uh, I'm not trying to hold I like love that song. song I don't it. know why
1: this is becoming such a music. This is what happens when no, like, we don't have like to people... behave in front of guests. And yes, on that behavior is us behaving. <laughs> so uh, New York says, once we got to the beauty parlor, it was time to put these bitches through the ringer then basically it's just a super cut of new york and sister patterson asking them questions like you know of course in typical new york fashion what was the most expensive gift the guy ever gave you uh whose idea was it to break up who's more needy you know and like literally i think sister patterson asked one of them which which of your exes like is good enough for new york like mm. what a weird
0: just stupid question
1: question to be asked So, New York asked Melissa, which is white boy's sister, uh, who white boy was most in love with. Melissa says, definitely his most recent girlfriend. uh, Five years is a long time. So, New York said, uh, she, all episode, her and Sister Patterson, like, oh, yeah, we got to dig deep on this. Everything was, Mm. oh, we got to dig deep. Oh, we're going to dig, we're going to dig, deep dive and whatever. So, New York obviously said that she was concerned melissa said uh they went back and forth they were on again off again a lot and so obviously there was something there new york asked if uh she still thinks that there's love there between them and basically they they the producers try to make it really dramatic but melissa is just like even if there is like they shouldn't get back together like they should just stay broken up we go back to the house quickly 12-Pack, Chance, and White Boy are all sitting in the barbershop room and Chance is like just ripping on 12-Pack for being stressed. 12-Pack and a Talking Head says he's stressed because Jamie thinks that he has a new girlfriend but the truth is he broke up with with her to come on the show. I didn't get that. I didn't know if he meant I broke up with Jamie to come on the show and didn't get his story straight because he tells several different stories about his relationship situation. It sounded like...
0: I, what i got from him is he dated a girl for four weeks she said if you're gonna go do this show we are done he said okay cool we're done then well, that's and what the he relationship was over i don't know and i believe that story because well, i don't believe we'll a fucking thing why. he says
1: so uh yeah so now he thinks that Jamie's going to tell him that he's still got a girlfriend. So 12-Pack tells the guys that if he's still here at the end of this elimination, he'll be
0: absolutely amazed. Ha! Grande. Break up with your girlfriend for New York.
1: (laughs) That's not bad. Thank you. (laughs) Everyone, I gave him credit. It's documented now on the airwaves.
0: (laughs) Hang on. Let me go grab a party popper.
1: So... (laughs) poppers and gay clubs no that's never mind you don't get it poppers is like speed anyway um geez so back to the salon new york is asking jamie if 12 pack has a girlfriend of course and meanwhile did you know uh, did you notice i always forget like that it's just when it's just us to not expect you to notice this but in the (laughs) back there is a nail tech just clearly who's on but not doing anything and she's just sitting in the back absolutely riveted by this conversation no, I... it's hilarious she's just like yes i'm going to hear all of this tea so Newark says to jamie um being that you and 12 pack are still really good friends which it's like what is that based See, on that was,
0: she said that and i was gonna be like yeah that makes no sense because clearly they don't like each other
1: at all so she says do you know the last time when he dated a woman Jamie says not too long before he came out here and then New York New York a couple times during this episode slips into what I can only refer to as kids Bob Karen voice huh? where she was like thank you like it just was bitch ass hoe who told me I need to calm down
0: fabulous
1: no you have no idea at a reunion about. what
0: kids Bob Karen
1: yeah the one who's like they, might, they can't hear me because they're listening to kids uh. Bob you know the video that's been circulating Twitter for the last like 2 3 weeks?
0: I think I've seen it, but I didn't know that was called Kids Bob Karen. Yeah,
1: because the because of the part but where she But now think
0: is that stupid little kid that's like shouting even though that's no, not No, that Kids was not Bob. Kids I know Bob. it's Maddie not, Kids B.
1: Raps Bob. Is not Kids
0: Bob. I know. Unf- shout out to him. Fortunately,
1: I get no, no shout out to him. <sighs> We're snatching that shout out right back so real oh so they're back at the house uh real is now in the room with them in this barbershop room obviously because tango hates everybody basically they have like a giant handle of something now i think it was tanqueray it looked like but i've never seen like i don't think i got the handle of tanqueray i've only seen a bottle right so basically they're trying to 12 tell 12 pack not to worry uh 12 pack is like I I treated my ex very good, and then Chance, who is clearly wasted at this point, goes. I treat all my women good. and like was like pumping the air, and I'm like, I'm like
0: that. Ah, I think he says something like that. Disgusting! I, don't know.
1: I hate him. Chance anyway, funny. He's irritating. So, back at the salon, Malay. The well, that's the segue to talk about Chance's yes. stuff. Where Chance, I I didn't understand this. But I I what I grasped of it is like she's saying like he was trying to get into my personal life and I wasn't willing to give that to no. him. So
0: what happened was she ended it because she it seems like she wasn't feeling it to a level where it's like maybe they were just casually kind of seeing each other and he wanted to take it more serious and she was like, Nah, like I'm not feeling you that way.
1: Oh. I mean, I also well like later on when they're having dinner, it was like Jealousy got brought up. Like it was like a jealousy issue. So I didn't know if she meant that as just like he was trying to get off in my business and I was like,
0: Stop it. You're being too jealous.
1: I didn't understand because she was
0: out of all of them, she seemed to be the one doing the best, like covering for pretty much.
1: Yeah, and then Sister Patterson, obviously, because she's not listening to a single thing Malay is saying is saying that Chance is a pushy, big mouth, loud mouth, and that's why he and Malay broke up. And he loves crack,
0: apparently, according to Sister Patterson. So we
1: don't get confirmation of that being the reason why they broke up, but, I mean, it's not like Sister Patterson was actually listening to her. New York asks her, would you be open to going back with him? Malay says, no, not at all. And New York goes, okay, so you're willing to give him up to New York? Yes. If it's right. And then in A Talking Head, New York is like, I like to walk on the wild side and Chance takes me there and that excites me. I just love the way she says that. So next, uh, New York talks to Sunny and says, are you still feeling tango? And Sunny is like, well, he's attractive. So like... You know, it's been six months since I last saw him. And I was like, damn, he looks good. Still no word, and New York's like, it. oh, so it opened up a can of worms. And I'm like, that's not the expression for that. But sure. And, you know, to Sonny is like, that's still there. That will never go away. Which prompted me to go to his Instagram followers. And shes they still follow each other on Instagram. Okay. I'm just saying it was, that was 15 a, years ago. I don't it's a very follow long any time of my ago. exes on
0: Instagram. I mean, the way they seemed on TV, it seemed like they were Is fine. That
1: true? Yeah, doesn't matter. Either way, but it just, well, I mean, that was 15, but that was 15 years ago. You would think that like, yeah. you know, a lot has gone on since then. Both of them would have other things going on that they wouldn't necessarily be still in touch. True. So New York in her talking head says there's a great possibility that Sonny might still be in love with Tango. She better watch her damn step. I'll take that bitch and I'll cut her in half. <laughs> so
0: dramatic. So angry.
1: Then New York turns her attention to C- Sienna? What was it again? Sienna? Sienna? Sienna. Everyone,
0: pro- <clears throat> everyone pronounces it differently. <sighs> Sorry, everyone. So, she's. <laughs> Flynn got caught.
1: It's like a freaking hairball. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she asks uh, real why would you make the noise worse stop it so New York
0: you start hissing at me
1: are you done <laughs> Sienna uh, she asked Sienna how they ended things Sienna said it was a mutual decision she wasn't able to handle the distance New York asks if she feels like real is still into her and Sienna says there's definitely a possibility New York tells us in her talking head that she has a third eye she's very psychic and the third eye was saying that real is still in love with her he lit up when she came back into the house and i'm definitely no one's rebound girl now we didn't see this when they walked in but like i mean great we saw them hug and we certainly saw his face but i mean he didn't look any happier than he usually does. Yeah. He's like He always like, has that oh goofy God. smile on his face. But and basically, he was you hear cool. him going like, oh, give me love, give me love. Like, he, he definitely is still into her. Yeah.
0: But he was just being cool for the situation. He was playing it cool.
1: Yeah. So, New York says to Sienna... Uh, would it hurt you to see me with real and sienna's like obviously there's gonna be a little bit of jealousy because it's my ex-boyfriend but i want him to be happy and that's not something that's really gonna be an issue for me so new york says you know the girls really opened up it's it's so weird calling them girls but this is her terms not mine and uh who i love this the girls really opened up who wouldn't they're getting free manicures (laughs) it's touché so New York uh, says huh. that they really, uh, they let her know things they wanted to hear, she wanted to hear, things she didn't want to hear, and they really let her have it. Which I'm like, no, they were all pretty polite. Like They're all pretty cool. Yeah. And I forgot that I think that Brett Michaels does this on Rock of Love where he brings ex-boyfriends in.
0: To do the same thing. Well, I'm happy that I don't remember because it's going to make watching back fun and
1: exciting. Fun and exciting. I basically, because as I've mentioned before, there is a podcast called Reality Graveyard that is recapping Rock of Love. And they put up clips a lot that I I try not to watch them. I still recommend their podcast, but I try not to watch the clips to make sure that I don't like spoil it for myself. Exactly. What I see just stresses me out. So uh, New York stands up in the salon and addresses them and is, you know, thank you for coming. You know, I learned a lot from you today. Now let's head back to the mansion. Back at the house. uh, Well, they pull up to the front of the house and they're still in the limo. And before they get out, New York tells them that they're going to go back to the hotel to freshen up. And like, you know, we're all going to get ready for dinner, cocktails and conflict.
0: (laughs) You're down with TCC. Yeah, you know me.
1: Yeah, New York is more down with DCC than anybody on Earth. So New York and Sister Patterson are both talking about, again, digging deep and hard. Like, we fucking get it. So we get a time lapse into nighttime. Uh, They cut inside of the house, and there's this really tacky red tablescape set up. The table itself looks like... I didn't realize this. The table itself looks like a scanner, kind of. Like, it's like a light box. Did you notice that it was like all lit up underneath no, like the a table?
0: Computer scanner? No. I, I don't, don't know. It no. just—it's
1: all lit up. It looked like glass, but it was like lit from underneath, like a photocopier kind of, or like <laughs> a thing, like one of those things I had growing up, like that you trace things. Like it's got the light underneath, so you can trace stuff. New York tells us. Oh, so we see the guys getting ready, although they show part of that during the day. So I'm like, your editing got a little fucked up. Uh, New York tells us that she's doing this so she can confront the guys with what she was told in front of the people who told it to her. Whoever comes out with the cleanest slate will win a date with her. So the ladies come back and they're again in some 2000's greatest hits. A lot of, you know, kerchief inspired dresses. Uh, I think Jamie's got some gaucho pants on with a big chunky belt. They all wait at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, this was awkward. Like, I feel like all the ladies were waiting at the bottom of the stairs for New York to come down. Like, I don't know if you think that, like, they're the guests that she would. I don't know. Who the fuck am I? Right. So they're all waiting for her. And so she comes down and joins them. Um, all the guys sit down at the table. And well, no, first before that, Chance leads all of them in like kind of like a pep talk. But he is wasted, shit
0: faced. It's awesome.
1: Absolutely, just
0: destroyed. Great. Great television.
1: So all the guys sit down at the table first, then New York, Sister Patterson, and all the ladies walk in. Uh, New Twelve uh, Pack says he's gonna get it worse than any of the other guys tonight, and Tango's like, "Oh, it takes a lot to make me feel uncomfortable, but this took the cake."
0: I don't fucking care.
1: And like hey, I'm, and- I know that I yawn, I was yawning, con- yeah. conveniently by accident, but it was and the, perfectly. Timed. The princess
0: party was like the most funny out on the show as well, so. Right. It, sure. it, it, the extremes, the drama of it all. I'm the good guy, fucking stunt queen. I'm the hero. Of this so, rom-com.
1: Sister Patterson reminds them that she has the final say in who goes on the date. Yeah, surprisingly, and uh, real, oh, uh, real points out it's the worst case scenario because and, and honestly, I kind of was like, oh, this is a good point. This is like exceptionally uncomfortable when you really think about it because there's already a certain level of pressure that they're trying to impress New York all the time. They are also then trying to impress her mother. On top of that, just in case that wasn't enough pressure, you're then there with your exes, with your current partner, and that is an overwhelming feeling. Do you remember that time we went to Miller's and two of my ex-boyfriends were there at the same night?
0: And we had one of them take a
1: picture. was. friend's fault
0: i didn't even i didn't even know that was one of your exes i didn't know who that was at the time and then like all of a sudden you said it i was like oh okay (laughs) it was so awkward it was funny as shit
1: bad times so new york opens up the floor and asks the guys if there's anything they want to confess before they get started 12 pack thinking he's trying to get ahead of whatever is happening tells New York that he came out here he dated a girl for four weeks this is when he tells her he goes I just want to let you know that before I came out here I dated a girl for four weeks he she told he tells New York that he told her that he was breaking up with her to come out to LA yes and you know he she told him that if he went to LA for the show that they were done and he said fine so then New York is like thank you for your honesty and like shakes his hand So 12 Pack is now under the impression that he did the right thing and, you know, he's, you know, none of these other guys spoke up and according to him, they were hiding way worse stuff. And it's like, not that, you know working at a gay bar is a bad thing as a, as somebody who identifies as straight obviously that's not an issue but like I mean it's not an issue realistically but in the 2000s and also like kind of withholding some of that like withholding the girlfriend stuff like all of that is not good like it didn't mm. seem like any of the guys had anything else that was really all that bad to hide
0: that we know of. well
1: right, right. that's true I would love to know what the guys were talking about the rest of the time like, I I find that more interesting than what any of the ladies on Flavor of Love would have been talking about, to be honest. Uh, New York says, like, as much as he's, like, in his head, like, oh, you know, thank God, like, I told her this now, like, I'm off the hook. New York is like, why the fuck is he telling me this now? You know, like, he had plenty of chances to bring any of this up and he didn't. So New York, while the attention is on him, goes, oh, so I heard you worked in a gay strip club called Feathers. And all the guys at this point are shook. So 12-Pack says he's ready to explain this. And honestly, I was like really proud of him that he was just so, as much as he can be very problematic, like misogynistic at times, he's surprisingly like cool with being called gay, which not that that, not that the bar is in actuality like that low but for the 2000s this
0: was huge i mean in the end he's just doing a job
1: right i think that's ultimately that's what he says and he says that he you know has a couple friends who work for a promotion company and they needed guys on occasion to work at the gay clubs he said he was making 27 dollars an hour for two hours
0: Yeah. That's not bad. And he makes tips and shit too, doing stuff. Right. So, like, come on. Oddly enough, though, I
1: did the math because I was like, oh, I know that it was only obviously in 2006, but, uh, you know, with inflation, like, what would that be today? And it came out to $69.
0: That's pretty funny. (laughs) I know. That's mad money, though.
1: No, I mean, that's great for a night to just hand out drinks. Isn't it incredible
0: that, like, when you just did that math with the inflation, then you look at the fucking minimum wages and the fact that it never fucking goes up?
1: Isn't, isn't Fuck aren't
0: things, you, corporate America.
1: One thing's great. Uh, so then, real says, in his talking head, it's the weirdest, gayest thing in the world that was just straight up gay, man. Yep. <sighs> So New York asks him why he didn't tell her, and he says he's not just gonna whip out, hey, I did promotions twice at a gay club and made ninety-five dollars in fifteen minutes, which I'm like, how does the math line up on this? I guess in tips. Once you said tips, yeah. I was like, oh right, that makes sense. But either way, like nice work if you can get it. Just
0: good for him. Did you do it? I don't have the body,
1: but <laughs> that is your threshold. Like, oh, if you were in shape, I mean, well, the only reason if why I had a I friend say-
0: that was like, "Yo, like I do these promotions," would you go there? If all you got to do, you literally just wear like shorts, you walk around, you give drinks. It's not like anyone, like you're not doing anything inappropriate. You might get
1: sexually harassed.
0: As long as no one's grabbing your junk. Anyone who's been to, like, a strip club where things are probably go a lot further than that. It's, again, it's, like, it's not a strip yo. club. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. security probably keeps their eyes on or this or that. Like, they, they take care of their talent. Like, when you go to a strip club, if it's a place that's, like, you know, hands off, this and that. Like, there's security guards all around that, like, if you put your hands on, like, they'll come up and they'll be like, yo, no touching, you do it again, you're out of here. I mean, I'm I don't, like, don't know if security, I mean, if
1: I can apply that as, like, a woman, not that I ever really did this kind of work, but, like, of the people I know who did and, like, being a woman, paying attention to other women in these kinds of spaces, like, and I don't know if it's different, like, among gay men versus straight men, but, like, it's not like bottle service girls don't get groped and shit like that, you know?
0: I get, I mean, yes, I've never been with a group group. Of people who do those kinds of things. Luckily, I don't hang out with complete scumbags. Yeah. Um. There's probably stuff like that that does happen, but that also seems like a situation. Let's say in his situation, he's a jacked dude that's probably strong. That if someone like groped him, he could turn and be like, "Yeah, like don't do that again." Like he can stand up for himself as opposed to like a young. Little you know, woman or girl who's working a bottle service who gets her ass touched. If she she could turn around and like, you never know. Like there could be bouncers and management that are going to come in, or you know she doesn't want to say anything, and you know she can't really defend herself. That's more
1: typically, how it goes exactly, it's and it's sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know,
0: that's worse. Again, isn't
1: life fun? Just fucking lit. So white boy <laughs> is also freaking out about you know the gay. Stuff and says, Oh, I don't think New York took that too well, which is so interesting that he said that because I don't feel like that was what bothered New York at all. No, like he
0: gets it, way and he like, reveals wipe, himself wipe, a lot here.
1: But that's the thing, like, white boy does this a lot where he says, oh, like, I, we, I've brought, we've I brought this up before on the show, that he's always saying something just shy of being, pro- like, outwardly problematic. Yeah. Like, it's clear what he's implying is problematic, but he's <laughs> yeah. not saying it outright that somebody who's not as well-versed in, like, microaggressions could just be like, oh, well, he's not saying anything,
0: like... Because there's a lot of stuff. It's, like, that plus... It's not... It's really... It seems like that's everything with him. Because not only that, because even here, like... When he finally is getting called out, like he gets very defensive and yeah. it seems like he doesn't do well. Like, you know, whether he's bringing up, you know, he's trying not to be like, oh, well, that's gay or da, 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 like trying like he's trying to not sound defensive. Yeah. And then even with this, like New York goes like, oh, like. You know, I've mentioned, have you been in a relationship in the past? Like, I've asked. And, like, you didn't mention that you were in one for five the, years. Yeah. He's like, well, I didn't, like, intentionally, like, That was so weird. Right. So like, that was well, the thing. Well, kind of
1: did. Well, this was weird. So here's what happened. So New York ch- then, like, turns her attention to White Boy and says, like, oh, I heard you were in a five-year relationship and you never told me. And he says, classic fuckboy line, you never really asked.
0: We're well, just, every... Like, Every season we've watched of whether it's Flavor of Love or Rock of Love, of Rock of Love, we're not into I Love New York. It doesn't like guy, girl, doesn't matter. There's always something that comes up where someone goes, Well, you never asked.
1: That's bad. Like, that's not a good excuse. And on top of that, he's had two one on one dates with New York.
0: Pumpkin. Yeah, I yeah, know. No. That's right. But
1: uh, it, he's had two one-on-one dates and with her now. they like I
0: have asked you. Well, that's the thing because I love this though that
1: like while this is happening, like New York's like okay, but I did ask you. Yes. And Chance just
0: goes woo. yeah
1: <laughs> He takes and like and just
0: takes a sip of his drink, which that's I was thing, like, like Ch- mood. Chance just keeps drinking. He seems like he's so nervous, and it's like yo, like no. It's like, dude. She like, didn't seem your like ex girlfriend was like so you. chill. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: she was probably like the most and indifferent even, well, out of everybody. To,
0: we'll get to that part right after this. Yeah. Too.
1: So white boy uh, tells her he didn't lie to her intentionally uh, when you asked about pa- past relationships. So it's like, did she ask you or not? Like I was, but I was just so confused. She so sounded then, uh, very. Oh, I love this. I. White boy, like just it was like fuckboy line after fuckboy line after fuckboy line where he's in his talking head going, Oh, like we're just trying to figure us out, and she's worried about my ex girlfriend. It was like, Uh, yeah, I'd be worried too. Five years on, and I'm not a jealous person, but like five years on again, off again, it's like that's a lot to contend with. Yeah, like that's a lot of pressure to have on you and to be like, Oh, is this person still like pining for that other person? Like five years is a long time. Especially when you're 24 years old. Mm. That's like a significant portion. It's almost a quarter of your life. I don't know. Quarter of your life. Yeah, five times four is 20. Uh, no, sorry, cannot do math. Uh, it is a fifth oh, of your of life. Of his, t- okay, of his life. For was. reason my I was, for for way, we my head, I was
0: like, total life? And I was like, so he's going to like die at 25? Like, no, going on at 25? just
1: No. So, uh, then white boy says to New York, I told you I had a long-term relationship. I didn't know that I was supposed to say five years and I apologize for that. Now, this part, I was, at first I was like, oh, well, if he did say he was in a long-term relationship, but then I was like, a long-term relationship, especially at this age, a long-term relationship is like a year, (laughs) you know? Like a long-term relationship when you're this age could be like six months, a year, Two years, five years, ten years, you know, like a a long term relationship is different to different people. So for him to just be like, well, I told you a long term relationship that was sufficient enough is fucking whack. And so he goes, oh, I did tell you whatever. And I apologize for that. New York is like, well, I would have just liked to hear that news from you, like rather than your sister, which valid. And she goes, because I'm not trying to connect with her. I'm trying to connect with you.
0: It'd be funny if real popped in and he goes, but I connect with your sister. right. <laughs> that
1: would be good. So then New York says in a talking head, white boy is a big mystery to me, which then I, I don't know why, because I like I said, I was taking these notes after a long day, a long week. I was just starting to get sick. And she was saying white boy is a big mystery to me. And I don't know why, like, those white mystery pops popped into my head. You know, like, which who does the mystery pops? The blow pops?
0: I don't know about mystery pops, but I know like the white airheads that are the mystery. That's favorites. what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, I was mixing yeah. them up. Oh, Now I want an airhead.
1: Gross. So New York says, Gross, and in my mind, delicious. uh tells me you really shouldn't deal like, oh, and my mind tells me you shouldn't really deal with a man you know nothing about. And that's like Neve pops up. And he's like, you're absolutely right. New York.
0: Fuck Neve. Didn't he sexually abuse someone? I don't remember. Do something.
1: Just like when in doubt, assume that somebody sexually assaulted or abused somebody. So you know, that's just how we have to operate. That's horrible. That's how
0: we have to operate
1: with famous people. What? So I don't. I'm just saying. So, I mean, allegedly, sprinkling allegedly is all over this conversation. So. Tango and Sonny are sitting next to New York and they're like basically kikiing off to the side. And New York is obviously not thrilled Mm -mm. about this at all. She says, "Uh, with the information I was given, you guys might have ended because you're obsessed with your career. And Tango said, absolutely. So New York is like, are you still obsessed with your career? And Tango says, you know, not at all. That situation taught me a very valuable lesson. There are more important things in life than work, which I was like, this is a really awkward conversation to have. Like, oh, yeah, I learned from this relationship in front of the person who you learned (laughs) from. Like, and it's basically just like, no, I don't want to be with that person again. It's just whatever. So in his talking head, he's like, I've always been a workaholic and I'm ashamed of that. Stunt queen. Uh, I'm older now. I've grown and I've realized what I've done wrong and admitted to it. So New York says, oh, you lost a great girl. Do, you know, do you want her back? And Tango's like, that part of our relationship doesn't exist anymore, which I thought was a very good answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's annoying, but like, I was impressed by that answer. So New York says in a talking head that she doesn't really believe him. He, she thinks that he's feeding her what he thinks that she wants to hear and i was like that about sums up his entire time on the show so sister patterson kind of like turns to new york now as much as sister patterson's been saying this whole time oh he's in love with you xyz blah 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 you know she's like she turns to new york and he's like oh i'm not telling her everything so tango he's he's not telling you everything and tango goes okay like so then what do you like think that i'm not telling you and sister patterson goes we don't want to know Which is, it says, so then uh, Chance is obviously reveling in this because they have beef. So New York turns to Chance and asks if he's been drinking Hennessy tonight. He says he's been drinking everything and
0: the bees. That was awesome.
1: Which I'm like, oh, so you're like, there's drunk and then there's everything and the bees. (laughs) So then, uh, which also side note, he's got a hat on at the table, which I wanted to fucking fight him over that. Like, it's so weird. It's not. I don't think he's balding. Like, what is he so sensitive no, about the No, he has for? that like fresh haircut. But now I'm having now I'm having doubts. What if it's uh hair replacement or like a weave or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, now I'm thinking about his braids, and they do look suspiciously like Shamar Moore's braids in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Do you ever see that?
0: No. Ooh. Is Hyder that B- with uh? Fuck. Diver... Isn't that what's? It's a Medea movie. Yes, Tyler Perry. Yes, Hiropa, you, yes. it is a
1: Medea movie. Yes. I don't know about these braids. I know what he's doing. Uh, anyway.
0: uh <laughs> Yo, Medea's the shit. I love Medea.
1: That would have been a good costume for you when you were bigger with that with doing do brown it. face. Did you ever see that white guy who did the who who did it, but not in brown face? Thank God, black yes. face. Like, he just had the it's wig on and the It's obvious who you are. And the you know what I mean? right. yeah.
0: it's still, As long as you walk around and give everyone attitude. Just right. What do you think you cross the street like that for? You don't put on your blink when you turn. When I'm not <laughs> sick, really- I could do the impression a lot better.
1: So, uh, New York... Uh, New York tells him that she heard some really good things about him today, but heard he got a little possessive in the relationship. Chance then takes off his sweater to reveal he tied a tie and is basically just wearing a white tee. Like, did you notice that? Like, his outfit was just ridiculous.
0: He's casual, but here to party.
1: So he's also smoking a cigarette at the table, which is like, ew. New York Uh, can do it. Right. That's true. So uh, Chance says he was too busy spending time with his boy and she was too busy playing with her toys. So I was like, please tell me he's not talking about... And then he goes, I could have sworn I was giving her all I had. I didn't know what else to bring to it. So basically he's talking about, like, he was bad in bed. Jesus. Like, that's what I took from this conversation. I thought he
0: was trying to make a song, to be honest.
1: I mean, he probably was, but (laughs) he was wasted. So he's saying, uh, he says in a talking head you know, that he got trashed. All he remembers is eating tons of breads to soak that drink up off my stomach. So Sister Patterson goes, and he has a drug problem. Your ex-girlfriend said everyone in the music industry is on drugs. And Malay, again, is like, I didn't say drugs. And Chance actually turns to Malay and is like, oh, well, thank you. Like, you know, I got that, but thank you. And uh, he keeps trying to talk, and Sister Patterson is like, no, no, I'm not going to let you. So New York in her talking head is like, he's nuts, he's crazy, he's psychotic, he talks before he thinks. So we have a lot in common. Jeez. So New York says it's time to move on to a more level headed brother and says to real, you know, I still think that you're in love with Sienna. So she says, look me in the eyes and tell me, you know, I want the truth. Are you guys in love with each other? And real hesitates. But Sienna's like, no, no, we're good. We're good. And New York goes, he didn't answer which he didn't. It's like pretty obvious. So real says uh, in <laughs> his talking put- head, he does still have feelings for her. And when you care about somebody like that, your feelings don't just go away overnight. But at the same time, I got a lot of feelings for New York.
0: It would have been funny if like everyone at the table just went straight up family feud after she said it. And they're like, good answer. Good answer. And they're like clapping and shit. Mm -hmm. Steve Harvey pops in.
1: No, don't. Uh, New York's uh, pressing him about not answering. He says he's got a lot of feelings for the girl, but he won't say he's in love with the girl. Yes. So, New York says, we had a great dinner, but I'm pissed at Tango for spending so much time with Sunny. I'm a jealous ass woman. We have seen it firsthand. Sister Patterson says to Tango and Sunny, you two look so beautiful together. And New York's like, oh, yeah, they really do. The two of them, like, fucking tag team champs. So, New York thanks the ladies for coming out and giving her valuable information on her five prime cuts they then head out to the backyard where there's a bar set up and 12 Pack in a moment of kindness says it's cool that all the girls who came all the way to LA, you know, like Jamie did, uh, got to hang out and enjoy the house. Tango and so- Tango's sunny and white boy sister are over to the side talking. Tango you can tell knows that he's in trouble just because New York is smiling like I'm going to fucking kill you. Like you can see her like gritting her teeth. And New York in her talking head says uh, Sonny. <laughs> Just because I invited his ex doesn't mean he has to pay more her more attention. Tango should see no other woman but New York. And 12-Pack and Jamie are off to the side. They both look shit-faced. Uh, he asks her if she's dating that guy yet or what. And she says no. He went back to his ex-girlfriend. Which I the way they were talking to each other made me think that this was weird Code or like, like basically, like, oh, he went back to his ex girlfriend, like, she thought that he was talking about her. I don't know what I'm saying, but like, I don't know. It just like their conversation did not feel like they were talking about what they were talking about, if that makes sense.
0: I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, let's not make it a uh, you know, obvious that we're up to, to some bullshit. Yeah. right.
1: So, uh He's like, yeah, I broke up with my ex. And Jamie's like, did you? And 12-pack goes, she's going to regret that when I'm a big timer. This is, he then launches into this thing like monologue appropriately uh, you know he's like whispering but apparently not that quietly because New York hears all of this where he's like well, he I probably
0: figures New York's like over on the side talking to someone else or doing something he's not like well she attention. claims I mean
1: unless he's been talking about it for a while New York's like I could hear him yeah, like I can hear him saying all this where he goes when I get out of here I got it. I got everything I need this is gonna be the number one show in America after this I'm telling you I can get any job I ever want I'm the only one left in New Jersey just wait till I go back from New Jersey just wait till I go back <laughs> like as if that's um, like he's gonna be heralded as some kind of fucking hero for being mm-hmm. on a reality dating show assuming it's not an edit like I said New York is like observing this and like her mouth is she's like slack jawed She's like, I cannot believe you're having this conversation here right now. So Jamie's like, good for you. I hope, you know, I hope you get it. Like you worked real hard for it. Tango says he sees New York by herself. So he walks over to let her know that she's looking good tonight. Uh, He comes up and kind of starts flirting with her. You know, he's like, oh, what does a guy have to do to get a drink around here? And New York's like, oh, are you taking your girlfriend with you? And I was like, oh, been there like you know and she goes i'm ready and then she like turns away she's like i'm ready for my shot now like whatever like does everybody have a shot like shots blah 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 so uh he's trying to calm her down and she does that thing like can you take your hands off of me thanks like pissed like not relatable content at all right not for me <laughs> that's not what i never mind i was what? trying to throw myself under the bus i guess i don't know so they're all inside now and New York is wasted. And she's like, guys, it's time to say goodbye to the girls. And she's like zhuzhing her hair like she's she's drunk at shit at this point. So she's calling for Tango because she notices that he's not there and she goes to find him and he's packing his shit. Oh, I forgot to say, by the way, that they argued and he storms off. So. uh
0: Well, no, so- he didn't they weren't arguing and he stormed off this is when he's calm oh well that's true. They, like, they weren't that's arguing. It? she was like
1: right like so she's pissed and he's like fine fuck it and leaves yep. and like goes upstairs so she goes after him and she's like i see him packing up like his deodorant and cologne in some kind of bag so i call him out now she says call him out all tough in her talking head and then she walks up to him in the room and she's like hi what's going on <laughs> like it was like completely two different vibes so he says uh she knows what's going on and you know she's playing dumb but also like blocking him from walking past her and she's like and then she like launches into it she's screaming oh what because sunny's here you want to fucking leave me and tango's like no because you're ignoring me and you're making me look like fucking stupid and new york's voice is like cracking and she's like so you're leaving me then and then they just start yelling at each other it's like
0: that tiktok is it a tiktok where it's the guy who pretends to be like his mom or whatever.
1: What are you
0: doing?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Charlie. So, uh, apparently, downstairs, everybody can hear them arguing. Uh, she then throws a glass. Yeah, she
0: got like, She was wasted. Abusive. She was really
1: drunk. And I think that this is probably a time in her life where she was like, reveling in being like, the crazy girl, whereas I don't think she'd do this now. Mm. I would hope she wouldn't do this now.
0: Nah, she seems like cool and, like, got her shit together. Like, way more and level-headed. And, yeah.
1: Well, I think, too, also, Props. it would make a difference, like, when she's on TV with cameras on yes. her versus, And this is, what, you
0: know, mid-20s? Yeah, I think she's, Wasted. like, 24, 25.
1: Yeah. Like, we're all terrible. So, uh, she throws a glass and she's like oh if you want to leave me then fucking leave me she knocks his hat off his head and walks away and then she comes back and he's like I'm tired of being pushed away when I'm working so hard and you know I'm done so New York's like New York in her talking head is like oh what you can't deal with me because I'm a bitch because I because you know I get bitchy at times (laughs) at times so uh tango is like pacing the room and he like lightly hits a locker and he's like oh no I'm losing my sexy
0: that was funny that was i so enjoyed that funny.
1: new york then heads back downstairs with everyone else and he's like oh if he wants to leave I'ma let him fucking leave so chance is actually doing the smart thing which is he's like pulling her in for a hug while she's like all livid and i was like good strategy and she's like you know whatever fuck it like i've got four fantastic men left i don't need your stupid ass so she goes up to the exes like everything's all normal and she's like oh my god thank you so much for coming and then i was dying because she goes we have to do this again
0: that was funny yeah (laughs)
1: like what would be a context where any of you would ever hang out again like what (laughs) so um she's smiling as she sees them out the door you know she like you know walks them to the door and closes it behind them and her whole face fucking drops mm-hmm. like as soon as she's like oh my god thanks so much bye and then she slam like, door motherfucker and like tears yeah. ass up the stairs where so uh no wait no i lied she doesn't go upstairs she like is looking around for him and yeah, he's, she was, where he at oh yeah he's uh outside so she's like what the fuck did i do to you to make you want to leave with leave me tonight and it's like oh i don't know just like throw a glass knock his hat off his head start screaming at him for basically no reason the whole night yeah so tango and his talking head is like new york has it in her mind that she can talk to anybody however she wants and tan don't get disrespected by nobody nor do i back down shut the fuck up so uh he's sitting down cool calm and collected and he's like i don't even know why you're doing this and new york's like because you fucking packed she like makes it one word like she's like she was done so new york says new york basically at this point because he's being so calm and rational is kind of like oh i'm turning this into like she knows that she's being out of pocket that she's turning this into like a test because she's like oh he's got to get used to this shit because like this is New York all day every day and if Tego can't do this then you know he's he's not going to be able to last with me. So then they bring the fight inside and like he's doing his like T.I. stands like fully T.I. standing Uh and of course like real and chance and like mind you they're doing this like right by the bar and real and chance are just leading on the bar watching the fight mm-hmm. just like unapologetically like waiting for all of this to fuck up so which is funny because chance in his talking head is like oh he's gonna ruin his chances with new york and it's like isn't that what you want huh? like this is a competition not just fun so new york kicks the other guys out of the room but make sure to let them know that they're her fantastic four uh then in his talking head tango is like part of me thinks i should leave but part of me thinks that you know if i give her a minute she'll just calm down so but then she's like yelling at him that he's fake and faker than fucking pleather faker than faux fur and what Hold all done what did it say is like new york's like i didn't mean that shit but if he wanted to go you know so then he starts screaming. He, it was so weird that he kind of was like switched back and forth between screaming at her and being totally calm and being like, why are you pissed? It could be editing. Yeah, certainly. So he's yelling at her now and he's like, oh, you know, do you want me to go? Do you want me to stay? Like, what the fuck do you want from me? And I love this that because it's like the. Because it's like a fancy-ish house that it's like dual staircases leading up the stairs. So like they're
0: going, it's like when you say goodbye to someone and you both walk in the same direction. Yeah,
1: so they're like arguing as they're going up their separate that staircases, yeah. and <laughs> they're just like talking shit the whole way. And once they get up to the top, she does that. Like I don't get why she does Shears this.
0: Flashes her ass.
1: Yeah, she does the thing that she does when she's pissed at Flav at the end of the season two Flavor of Love finale where she just like bends over and flashes her ass which it's like what are you accomplishing with this like it's still unclear well it's her way back. this is
0: what you're missing now
1: is that what she's doing yeah it's
0: exactly what it means
1: I guess so all the other guys are chilling in the barbershop room and he like goes in daps them all up even even white boy mm-hmm. you know daps them all up and he's like oh I he's like oh i might be leaving like whatever fucking stunt queen bullshit new york says i told him he could leave and to prove it uh i i told him he could leave and to prove it i turned his picture around
0: he's that dead was-
1: to me he doesn't exist i was like oh yeah you're you're really showing him that was hilarious so this, this cracked me up because this was like pain through his shoulder thing like hard on his sleeve Whatever the fuck we were saying before, that he's like he's leaning against a wall and he's like got this pained expression on his face and he's like clenching his fist and I was literally laughing out loud at how over dramatic he's being. That's what it he is. looks like he's in a music video. Exactly. Like you're. Th- you just- might as
0: well be playing fucking Boys to Men, End of the Road.
1: Right. So. Tango is saying, you know, I don't want to walk away because when you care about someone, you don't just do that. But at the same time, I can't be made a fool of. So he continues packing his shit and says he doesn't know what he's going to do. You know, and then, of course, New York, like, grabs a pillow and just, like, falls on it. Like, is, like, you know, boo-hooing, audibly sobbing. And then it's like a cliffhanger commercial. So once they get back from commercial, it's some fight highlights basically New York is like I started to realize that I only get this upset when I really have feelings for somebody and like you know like and she goes to like talk to him but like she doesn't apologize (laughs) she's just like they go sit outside and she's like wrapped in a blanket and she's like you know seeing you pack like really set me off and he's like oh I understand and She's smirking when she's like, oh, I see him like seeing you with another woman, like just really got to me. And and he goes, watching you watching me with another woman wasn't really comfortable either. <laughs> what does that fucking mean?
0: Because he wants to be with her and he's forced into this situation.
1: I don't know. Who cares? So just when New York... Uh, so, so Tango says just when I think New York has done a successful job of pushing me away she switches gears on me and pulls me right back in he's so fucking annoying He's such a cornball so they hug and New York says the talk went rather well but then back inside basically they're just like making out outside of her room so the rest of the night uh, is just a disaster Chance and White Boy are doing shots from mini bottles in the kitchen Chance is talking while eating bread. So he's wasted and you basically can't understand a word he's saying. And then white boy opens a giant bag of what looks like, like generic cereal, like store bought. Like, you know, yes. those giant bags you get from Costco. Like, he just like rips it open with his teeth. He then pours some alcohol on his bread and eats it. Do you see that? Like, it was I don't think I noticed that. Before. Oh, but <laughs> catch me as I pull over in shock. Uh so basically they're just being huge slobs in the kitchen Chance walks into the fridge on his way out of the room (laughs) it was a disaster so this was super weird this everything that happens from here on out so Chance tries to find 12 pack
0: Oh, he is wasted yeah he's got like a boxing glove on
1: I mean you have to be really drunk if you're pouring liquor on bread yeah Like that's like blacked the fuck out. So chance goes in the room in 12 packs room where 12 pack is also drunk and passed out. So he starts like fucking with him while he's trying to sheet now sleep. Sorry, I jumped ahead to me trying to say that there are no sheets on 12 packs bed. He's just burrito wrapped in a comforter. Yes, more or less. So chance to twelve pack is like you better check on my brother dog. He got his ass fucking tripping over this gay shit dog. So basically, what he's saying is like you and like my brother thought that you were cool, but it turns out you're doing gay stuff. Like which I'm like you're all oh, terrible. So he's hitting a bit and then chance is like smacking the bed with this boxing glove from the last challenge and twelve pack because you know he's got his stupid jaundice of course sign and the signed mangent like second place thing, you know, so all this shit is like falling not just off of where it is, but onto twelve pack as he's trying to sleep. Yeah, That's
0: pretty funny too. It's kind of fucked up he's ruining everything, though, and, like, fucking up the house. Yeah,
1: no, it's awful, but that's how dudes be when they drink sometimes. So White Boy comes in, and then he's got a hanger, like a plastic hanger, and he's, like, putting uh, 12-Pack's ankle in it and just, like, fucking with his leg, and Chance just keeps pressing him about dancing at Feathers, and so then when 12-Pack finally wakes up, he's, like, way more unfazed now i'm a little biased because i'm the kind of person where if you're waking me up from sleep it better be a fucking emergency like my famous story from my first day of preschool is uh a little boy was fucking with me while i was trying to sleep and i bit him and mike can vouch that not much has changed
0: yes (laughs)
1: like that i was gonna say another tiktok where it's, it's like, like go don't wake even... up my girlfriend it was like it was the dr phil thing it was like go kill yourself you fucking stupid yes bitch. That's what it is. yes
0: that's exactly what it is yes that's <laughs> no, true do, you do, can't you do. can't even like go in the uh, bedroom and like try to be quiet because the littlest sound if it wakes you
1: despite being a pretty heavy sleeper i don't know
0: Nah, you're a pretty light sleeper you wake up to noises and shit
1: uh maybe because you're slamming the cabinet closed when you come in at one in the morning
0: See, ignore that i'm not slamming i'm l- like closing very quietly it'll literally go up and be like, <laughs> and you're like what oh, the fuck no you're incorrect it's more when i'm i feel like because i'm not home yet like i'm getting home from work yeah that's what i'm saying that you're a way it's one of those where oh he's not here yet this and that then like you're a light light sleeper but when i'm here you're a pretty heavy sleeper
1: yeah so the 12 pack like is as we said like wasted but like you know still actually being kind of chill about it given the circumstances and he's like you know like you guys should probably go to bed like you look completely (sighs) a mess bless you um Chance is then, like, ranting and gibberish and pulls this coat of arms off the wall. Like, they have this house decorated so fucking weird. (laughs) So then they basically start leaving the room, but not before Chance yells at 12-Pack that he's gay and he needs to just be honest with them about it. 12-Pack is like, all right, like, what did I tell you? Stop bringing that shit up. But still, it's not done in a way that seems like he's being fragile masculinity about it he's He's basically just like i'm sick of fucking having to talk to you about this you're being like really fucking irritating also it's really late and you're being drunk and they're not the first
0: people to ever say that to him clearly
1: yeah but i mean even then like he's just and i'm just let's just say like for as much as he sucks uh, I was just very impressed with him in this moment, especially for a macho guy in the 2000s to just be so, like, unbothered. Yes. Cannot stress enough that the bar is in hell. Uh, So, oh, what is it? Oh, so 12 Back in His Talking Head is like, newsflash, I'm not gay. And... But then like 12 Pack, it just keeps saying, I mean, Chance just keeps saying to 12 Pack, oh, you just need to be honest and oh, you just need to be like, you just like, just tell us if you're gay, like whatever. And 12 Pack is like, listen, I like the both of you, but I will fuck both of you up. Because like you just fucking woke him up to just be drunk idiots. Yes. Like it's it's annoying. And twelve, like I love they cut to white boy who's just in this like drunken stupor just like staring with his mouth open and chance goes uh he leaves more or less for real this time but not before screaming about gay stuff a couple more times and he calls him a fruity pebble so then chance uh but then like of course 12 pack again is like um i'll fuck you up i can take both of you at the same time <laughs> i like i could fuck both of you up and you know which chance like oh i ain't ready for no bloodshed that scared the hell out of me so Chance comes in the bedroom again one more time and says he isn't fucking – he says he isn't fucking with him. 12-Pack then yells at him to go to bed and the caption is, Chance yells incoherently. That's just the <laughs> caption on Hulu. So, But then he, before that, 12-Pack again so not before saying, uh, I'll pound him into the ground. So – it's the next morning and New York is getting ready at her vanity and her little white short sleeve button up and another chunky black belt so Sister Patterson comes in the room and it's like hey Tiff which I was like I don't think I've ever heard you call her Tiff before I don't think yeah it was weird so unsurprisingly uh they, they're deliberating about who to go on the date with. And unsurprisingly, Sister Patterson is like, I think you should go on the date with real. And New York's like, I already had a one-on-one date with him. Like, really? Like, that's who you pick? So New York says, like, you know, we're all thinking, you know, I'm not surprised by this choice. He's her favorite, but I don't think he deserves this date because there's a chance he's still in love with his ex. I mean, we know that's not her real reasoning, but it's certainly not a bad reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. So New York sees Sister Patterson out and she's like, well, if you say real, I guess that's what's going to happen. And this is when we get this iconic gif of like her shutting the door like smiling as she's shutting the door and then walks away and like kind of like rolls her eyes and like poo-poos like that whole thing off. And she's like, I'm not fucking doing that. So back downstairs uh new york gathers all the guys together and reminds them that sister patterson was in charge of picking the guy she went on the date with and the person that she picked was chance (laughs) no i did not get that wrong she decided that chance is gonna be the person she goes on the date with that was really funny so new york says uh mom gave me her opinion but i'm gonna do what's best for me and you know she just—I mean, in fairness, they haven't had a one-on-one date yet. They—the only true. person out of all of them she hasn't had a one-on-one date with. It so makes me on TV, yeah. So I—they cut to chance, and he is like, I cannot believe he is a functional human being. Like I don't Why? know if there must have been a day in between. Like maybe he got so drunk because they were like, we're not going to be filming tomorrow or something. <laughs> because he was fucked up and it was late he was drinking all day he should be dead right now and he's just like oh hey can't wait to go on the date everything's all good
0: maybe he just bounces back strong I don't know I mean I guess guess that he's young non-stop but but he's okay
1: yeah I mean mean, maybe that's it so Chance and says he's (laughs) he says he's happy he got the date because he was ready to show her what time it was which I was like too soon flavor references so she tells the rest of the guys that she'll see them at elimination and in her talking head she tells us that picking one brother over the other might cause some heavy drama but these boys will still have brotherly love for each other when everything's all said and done it's fucking weird so they then head to shay sheree a cooking school which is no longer open uh their last post on facebook was about sherry who we meet sherry returning to six week uh to work six weeks after breaking her back in a car crash oh my god so hopefully prayers up for sherry hope you're thriving yeah so uh so we meet sherry who runs them through a little bit of the uh, menu that they'll be making today because they're making a lunch. And she tells them that they're going to be making cheese and uh, prosciutto-wrapped asparagus. But as she says, prosciutto. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it was, my mom's going to kill me if she hears me saying prosciutto. It's
0: whatever. I say mozzarella.
1: Oh, you're going to have to work on that. She's going to be so disappointed Moots. in you. M- I mean, granted, Muts. I'm not saying you have to go full Giada. It? Mozzarella! But, uh, mozzarella. That's how I say
0: it. Mozzarella.
1: Mozzarella.
0: Like a dog. Mozzarella. Like you multiple dogs that are mixed that you call mutz. Mozzarella. No. no. Mozzarella.
1: Mozzarella.
0: Mozzarella. Mutz.
1: Mo- 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 I can't know. Don't make whatever. me analyze it. It's like sounds weird. It sounds too weird when I'm breaking it down like this. So this is mozzarella. Mozzarella. Anyway, so I say prosciutto, but like it's prosciutto. But he says, and then he like so when she says prosciutto, he goes prosciutto.
0: And this is where I believe that he does. Well, this is locally. well. So first he
1: uh he I love this. I as much as he gets on my nerves. I feel like I say this every week. As much as he gets on my nerves, this made me laugh. That he's like uh he pours some broth into a pot again. The bar is in hell. Uh, he pours some broth into a pot and sh- uh. Like, Sherry's like, oh, you've done this before. And he goes, I dibble
0: dabble. Yeah.
1: It's like he's pouring broth into a pot. Like, he's not doing
0: anything fucking groundbreaking. Well, he made it back to the time he made that cake. It seems like he knows how to do something.
1: Well, we don't know how the cake was. Because even if it was delicious, Sister Patterson would have still said it was disgusting. That's true. So New York, one of 80,000 times that she brings this up, says that it's a turn on to see Chance cooking for her. You know, she goes, she's literally just impressed by him chopping spring and pouring. Like, that's what she said. Those are her examples of things that he's doing that amaze her. Mm -hmm. Like, bitch, that's called cooking.
0: She has very low expectations. The
1: bar is in hell. So uh, they're both gassing him up while he's rolling this asparagus. Like, as we mentioned, it's it's wrapped asparagus. So and, and it's so funny because I'm like, why are they gassing him up? Like, who fucking cares? Like, what whatever about this scene. And then finally, Sherry makes it make sense for me because she's like, oh, it looks like you've done this before. And he goes similar.
0: Yes. So it's like, we... Oh, I get it. Yes.
1: He probably he looks like somebody that has like long Fingers that would make a good blunt roller. That's a,
0: He s- clearly has, but he also seems weed. like the
1: type of person who would start talking with the blood in his hand and hold it, and you're just like watching him going, "Fucking pass that shit already, you asshole!"
0: Uh, what is that term called?
1: Bogarting, isn't it?
0: No, politicking.
1: Is that what it's? I don't know. You would know better than me. Yeah,
0: it's called politicking.
1: So once they're done, they eat and she's like, oh, wow, I can't believe that you made this. And I was like, well, you both made it. And I'm like, actually, now that I think about it, we don't see New York touch a single thing. So I was like, oh, he did actually make it. So uh, he says he feels like he's in France or somewhere. Let me just remind you that it's called Chez Cherie. Yes. Clearly a French inspired atmosphere. This was just disgusting. Oh, well, before that, she goes, well, bonjour, me, Cherie. It's not. Nope. They're
0: very drunk as well. So really uh, she seems he it.
1: tells her how good she looks and starts feeding her. And she's like sucking on his fingers. And she's like moaning. And they they're making out so heavily that, like, they knock into a glass and it breaks. And she tells us again that she's so turned on by him cooking for her. That she's ready to pop and blow up and push it all out at the table right there. It sounds like you're talking about poop.
0: I guess. I
1: mean, we know that's not what she's talking about. But whatever. So she she's finally, so uh, right, she's like fanning herself and she's like, oh, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. And Chance is like, yes, yeah, Sunday. Sister Patterson won't approve of this, but then like pulls her in again. He actually is very smooth. Like, it's not, he's annoying no, as he fuck. He knows what he's, he's doing. He's annoying as fuck, but it's not lost on me how he manages to get women interested in him. Yeah so uh she's sucking on her finger and she says but she says that she has sucking on her yeah she's sucking on her finger and she says that he she has something for him she hands him what looks like a ring box and he goes oh i know we ain't getting married that fast n-word which is interesting that hulu didn't bleep it i mean it's a it's not hard r but like
0: i figured i watched tubi so i heard it and i was like okay like well what's weird
1: it. is they bleeped it uh when she called Teaweed, I think, a crispy one?
0: Or whichever uh, who really? she called
1: somebody Crispy?
0: No, it was uh what's his name? Uh who's the rapper?
1: Oh, I forgot his name. Who cares? He sucks. But uh, yes, the one she's talking about that guy. So Trends. Yes, yes, good, thank you. So They basically they end up just being stud earrings. And, you know, because this is in the time where you had to have that like bling bling earring situation. So they head back to the limo and he literally like sweeps her up off her feet and like carries her into the limo, which I'm like, you know, you're annoying as fuck, but you're smooth. I literally do not feel a single thing for you romantically, but I.
0: This date made me wish that they had a reality show together. Because I was like, they would make great television, just like going places and like doing random shit. They
1: still can, I guess. I hopefully she makes an appearance on his show.
0: Oh, that would be and Matt, that would be great. He's like, I'm going to bring back. Well, an old, she, I, that's an old what friend we said. She'd oh, be the
1: Brigitte.
0: It's true.
1: She would give the lie detector test. Like it would just be it's full real circle. love right there. So when they get back to the house uh he yells from their balcony about like oh i'm in this motherfucker and honestly i had to laugh because it kind of reminded like this whole scene reminded me of like i feel pretty from west side story which side note you cut because you know they're bringing it to broadway Mm. they're making the movie but then they're bringing it to broadway and they cut i feel pretty out of the musical why i don't know i think apparently um oh i love this musical and i can't think of who does the music um whoever does the music was like they danny want... elfman
0: no Just, I know. Oh,
1: please uh sacrilege as much as i love danny elfman uh no like no, no, whoever whoever did it said that they kind of felt weird about the lyrics to it anyway which i was like i don't know i don't they don't strike me as exceptionally problematic
0: because they say they say pretty witty officer gay, krupke like is it.
1: way more problematic yeah, no, I don't think I that's. I don't think it's the gay. Listen. I don't think it's gay in that context. Like gays still mean. No, happy. I, know. Just... I know.
0: that's what I mean.
1: Anyway, so I I don't know. It just reminded me of I feel pretty because he's like everybody's just trying to mind their own fucking business, getting ready for elimination. He's like skipping around, like la la la, like he's like so being over the top, and. This was so weird because, like, you know, like I said, the guys are all trying to get ready and they're, like, just trying to be polite, you know, being like, oh, how was it? And it was great. It was. Yeah. But then he also. Oh, my God. So because, as I mentioned. I love that. As I mentioned the tw- when 12 pack won the mansion he got like a signed photo of new york and a pair of her panties and because it got knocked over onto him and broken the picture of new york is separate and chance takes the picture and like runs it down his whole body and like kind of like it lingers on his crotch and i'm like this is creepy and gross so Tago is just trying to get dressed and chance is literally doing cartwheels in the room uh, now, I don't know if you kind of felt this way, too, but I feel like this date was, like, the first time that he seemed really interested in her.
0: I, I, the way she is, too. I mean, seems well, she's, like she really has interest. No,
1: but the thing is, she... That ain't just
0: for the camera. No, that was no, no, her, no, like, no.
1: Certainly, no. You can tell she's definitely she's attracted to him. him. I'm just saying she's been consistent with that from the beginning of the show, whereas he... I feel like it's kind of been like, oh, wow, I guess she's really interested in me. Guess I better take this seriously. You know, like I've kind of just had that in the back of my head. But then again, I feel like that also could just be for the cameras because, you know, he's got to make the most of his solo time with her. So on to, you know, we get a quick deliberation scene with Sister Patterson in New York. She's like, it's like weird. She's like fully done up. Like she's got this updo going on. Like she's, you know, going on. It it, it was very reminiscent of uh Crazy on the Queen Mary. Remember? The,
0: when they go to the dinner? When they go to sing, okay. yeah.
1: Because she's got like long gloves and her hair's in an updo. And it's just like this whole thing. So Sister Patterson leads off by saying she still feels really good about real, so how was your date? And New York actually like tells her the truth and was like, Um, I actually didn't go on the date with him. I went out with chance instead. And I thought Sister Patterson was gonna go, What? And like throw a fit, but
0: like hey, Kyle Broflavski's mom.
1: Well, I was thinking well that and I was thinking about, you know, when When Flav decides not to eliminate her at the end of the second season and how she's like, oh, no, you don't like, you know, freaking out. Yeah. So this was like super weird because I was playing, I took my notes before you did and you happened to walk through the room when New York is like, oh, ha, you know, I love you. And Sister Patterson looks at her and goes, you look too pretty to spank. It's
0: literally when I walked in the room. and
1: You were like, what the fuck? No, no. And I'm like, I don't have an explanation for what I just heard.
0: <laughs> so you'll see it eventually.
1: So what?
0: When I took my notes.
1: Oh, yeah. The fuck did you think? I don't know. That's why I was confused. Anyway, New York points to Chance's picture and goes, this brother has it going on. He rocks. And then points to Reel's picture and goes, this one, he's almost lost in the toss. That's not a thing. I mean, I've heard lost in the sauce, which also I think that was somebody correct me on this. I think that was the famous Zola story was lost in the sauce and lost in the game. Who's Zola? Oh, it was this great. It was one of the best moments on Twitter. Like, it's literally part of the reason why the, the thread function exists nice. or that, like, it basically was this wild story that was like this woman was like a stripper and. And she was working with another stripper and it was like, it's a saga. I'll try to find it to you and send it to you. But like, if you probably not on a work computer, if you're listening to this at work, but look up a Zola Twitter story, I guess. And it's iconic. It's a moment. I think they literally were going to turn it into a movie. I'm not even joking. And I think James Franco was attached to it, but hopefully that doesn't happen because he's a piece of shit. So... New York then asks Sister Patterson how she feels about white boy. Sister Patterson then says there's nothing to him. And New York is like, there's something about those dreamy bedroom eyes, which I'm like. And then they cut to him. And his picture is so fucking goofy. Like, I mean, I used to have a crush on him, but I was like looking at him going, mm, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go that far. Then about Tango, New York says last night was too much. And then a talking head is like, he's she's really feel she says that she's really feeling him but doesn't know if he'll be able to handle a woman like her new york then it talks about 12 pack and says it, she thinks that he has way too much to hide and she's tired of dealing with it which i'm like well then i guess we know how this is going yeah. like they really this episode in particular there is really no doubt who's going home at the it's
0: end. pretty obvious.
1: Like, literally from the get-go, he's like, I'm going to go home this They week. try
0: to, like – I think they try to tease who, like, real for a little bit and then the anger with Tango and Sonny, but it's just like, nah.
1: No, definitely not. So, it's elimination time. Sister Patterson comes out. What's funny is, like, when we see her during the deliberations, we don't see the bottom half. So, we just see her – the top halves of her in New York – And, you know, Sister Patterson's in this, like, spaghetti strap, bedazzled, you know, kind of, like, as we see, like, what I assumed was a full dress. She fucking comes out in jeans. Like, she's in a tank top and jeans. And I was like, oh, like, this doesn't match because New York is in, like, a gown. Like, and with her, like, with long gloves on. I was like, you guys didn't at least coordinate how dressed up you were going to be? Like, what the fuck is that? So... 12-Pack says he has no idea what to expect tonight. He's got a lot of dirt and knew his ex was going to uncover that. Which I'm like, do you uncover dirt?
0: Dig up dirt.
1: Yeah, I guess. Takeover reminds us that he almost left. He got pushed to the edge, so to speak. It's like, no, you weren't literally pushed to an edge, you fucking dipshit. Uh, but he says he definitely felt like he was on thin ice. She then says they I love the when she does this and she's like, they'll always be, you know, you'll always be my five or like fabulous five after tonight. (laughs) Still not over when they see us on vacation.
0: My (laughs) God.
1: Ava DuVernay deserves better than her like mass that masterpiece being treated like fucking Instagram fodder. Anyway, so New York tells the guys that they will always be her fabulous five after tonight. So the first one to get a, I was about to say a clock. Whew, throwback. First one to get a chain is a guy who makes her laugh like all the time. You never know when to shut up. You talk too daggone much. And I love you for it, Chance. It's funny because he kind of like call. he says he, well, I'm putting this part in but he basically called his shot Babe Ruth style you know he told the guys to kick back because he knew he was going to get the first chain which I mean the numbers are small enough and like yeah, it's not it wasn't an unreasonable assumption it's not like it caught anybody off guard that yeah. you know he's he got his first so he New York says she's still floating from their date and he's done things that no one has done to her yet which I'm like was he fingering you onto the
0: table maybe
1: I hope not so he goes to shake Sister Patterson's hand and she goes, don't be smoking no reefer in this house. Which is like, what? Like, what makes you think he'd be doing that? So he goes, oh, well, no, he's, I
0: he's rolling. He should. We know that he has smoked some weed.
1: I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean he brought weed with him to True. the house. I'm going to here
0: or around the house or outside the house. Right. So, right. That was funny.
1: No, not even. Right. He says not even around the house. Uh again during these moments he just doesn't really seem all that into new york like he's interested in
0: the stallionaires and that's it
1: stallionaires uh she then says three chains four bodies yes equality uh up next is honestly she she threw me off with this description because uh, she was like oh he's a real brother cool smooth and sexy you know but she can't deny those bedroom eyes, That's white boy. Yep.
0: Wow. Those bedroom eyes made you drop your mic, huh?
1: Yes, <laughs> It was a very mic drop it's moment.
0: Like, oh, uh, bedroom eyes.
1: She tells him that he's still a bit of a mystery to her and she wants him to show her who he really is. Two chains, three bodies. Two chains. Two chains. Um. Well, actually, why did we say it like that? that's not how he says it how does he say it? two chains well i guess it's a little i guess that was basically the same I don't, I don't know i'm delirious so uh she says the next person keeps her focused calm and sane and he's funny as hell real gets the mm. the third chain
0: the way you walk the way you move. what i'm real
1: oh yeah which that is a shanti, by the way
0: shout out ashanti shout out not jennifer lopez and puffy you know this what eminem what it's a it's a line from an eminem song he said this uh i give it to any woman in showbiz it'd be jennifer lopez and puffy you know this no i'm not gonna go into the next line thank god
1: anyway uh the the next and final chain goes to a man that's strong masculine and muscular and i love all your moves and they do show tango and uh 12 pack in the same shot to make it like oh yeah i guess that does kind of apply to both of them
0: yeah it was meant to be misleading
1: well no i mean well i guess the showing the moves thing was meant to be yeah no i see what they were doing there So Tango has the audacity to say in his talking head, what am I doing in the bottom two? First of all, after almost leaving. After almost leaving, Tango,
0: I'm gonna use that joke again.
1: uh, He's not only like almost left, but he was saying in his talking head beforehand, like, oh, anything could happen, like I'm a little scared for my place, blah blah blah. Uh 12-Pack then says, this sucks. Just give me my chain so I can go back and start drinking again. (laughs) Okay. So then she ultimately calls Tango up. Uh, He's relieved, but says he wishes white boy had been sent home. Sure. Uh, She tells him that when he decided to stay, she was one of the happiest women in America.
0: America.
1: Uh, Just leave Eminem out of this, please. A lot
0: of Eminem on this.
1: Obviously, this means 12-pack is eliminated, as we've stated before. Uh, she tells him that he is a wonderful man, which I'm like, is he? Uh, but he's a man with way too many secrets. She thanks him for being here with her, but wasn't sure he was actually here for her. Probably delivered that wrong. but So White Boy says in his talking head, uh, the elimination was shocking. Uh, as shocking as finding out that he was working at a gay strip club dancing for gay men <clears throat> and apparently that made quite an impression on New York did you hear what she just said like she did not say anything about like because I, I came into this knowing that that's why he was sent home but like thinking that she was going to be more blatantly homophobic about it like just being like oh no I could never be with a man who I think might be into men like that's literally what I thought going into this and that wasn't what she said she was like you lied to me a whole bunch like and i think you that you're, you're here for the cameras yes. like you admitted to being here for the cameras which even he admits to right us. and he says in his exit interview talking head you know the reason i came out here is because i'm an actor and i wanted to be in front of the cameras but i had a great time and i don't regret anything so as he's leaving you know he he hugs does he actually hug her goodbye? oh yeah no yeah. they
0: hug and uh they say goodbye and everything, and then she wishes so, him the best. Well,
1: well, it was it was definitely it was. She's not genuinely wishing him the best. I thought she was. No, it was it was it was her way of acknowledging that she heard him.
0: And he Like said, she Thank heard you. what he
1: said. Yeah, because what's he gonna say back? You know, like it just because this. Well, we'll get to it in a second. But like she goes because he's literally walking out the door, and she goes, "Oh, twelve pack, by the way." Uh, I hope you do blow up in Jersey and become rich and famous. The way she's saying that is uh, letting him know I heard what you said. You thought you were slick and you're fucking not.
0: I thought the way she said it was like legit. Like I really hope you do make well, it. Well then thanks. this
1: was weird because then he says thanks and literally does like a leprechaun style fucking heel click. Hello yeah. oh, died laughing. So uh then Twelve Pack says Uh then to me, this obvious, like, do I think that he's a piece of garbage and probably meant this? Yes. Do I also think that his ego was a little bit bruised about being rejected? Of course. Also, yes. <laughs> like the, another TikTok or the, oh, you, you won't know it. But no, for anybody who watches TikTok, tick-tocker. shout out to Pauline in particular. Uh, you know, like the, the Trisha Paytas, I think, I think that's how you pronounce it. Trisha Paytas. Like, do I think that I am a do I think that I am transgender? A hundred percent. Do I think that I align with my natural born gender? Also a hundred percent. just as stupid as it sounds. But on TikTok, they use it. It was like when I got a, a boy toy, like with my hat, like girls being like, when I got a boy toy with my Happy Meal or like when my teacher asked for boys to help move the chairs, but I helped and, you know, whatever. It makes more sense if you actually watch the TikToks. There you go. I basically, uh, I was going to say, I know I am not a TikTok ambassador. I just spend a lot of my time watching them. So uh, 12, anyway, back to my original point of this was I think that he, his ego is bruised a little bit because he's like, oh, my ex-girlfriend was looking good yesterday. I'm going to go home and bang the shit out of her.
0: I thought that was hilarious. It
1: was hilarious, but it was also terrible. (laughs) Uh, so then now she's down to her fantastic four.
0: We love New York. And I
1: realize, and like Tango is like coming to terms with the fact that like he doesn't have any allies left in the house. No, basically. he's got no friends. He's got no friends. He's alien. Like, oh, it's like all fun and games about like trying to be like a dick to all these people until you fucking, they're all friends and you're on the outside. I'm
0: all alone. There's no one here beside me. Anyway. The funny thing is, I think that's a real song. It is. But I only know it as Donkey. from Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is a real song. And yes. The bonus scene is kind of boring. Basically, it's just a way to... I didn't really get what the producers were trying to do. But like on a surface level, if you don't really want to look that deeply at it, it looks kind of like, oh, we're just making fun of him for being vain. I'm a donkey, (laughs) Shrek. Sorry. It's... They're not talking about him being vain. They're trying to make him be like, oh, look how vain this guy is. Because it's basically him just like doing his hair with no
0: talking. It's one of those.
1: But it also kind of felt a little to me. I him
0: credit because I'm like, it's not, his hair didn't look bad. The fact he took the time he sat there, because I guess he gels it first to get everything separated. He buzzes the side and the back and he watches. And then he takes a fucking scissor and he trims like every fucking spike. That takes so much patience.
1: I mean, But he's, he's got to cut his hair, yeah. Yeah, he's committed. So I just Holy thought it was interesting shit. because it was like, well, what I was trying to say before you went off on this tangent was that it felt a little to me like, oh, we're trying to prove how vain this guy is. But it also kind of felt a little bit like, look at this guy who gives such a shit about his hair. Clearly, he's gay. Like, I don't know. Take it however you want it's probably the truth lies somewhere in the middle but that is the whole episode
0: quite an episode
1: so this is where we ask each other do we think that he deserves to go home well
0: i mean it's normally we only ask the guest
1: we could talk about it because we've because usually if it's the two of us it's because it's an episode that's a finale like a reunion reunion, and it's like do we think new york deserves to be sent home like no the answer is no
0: it's one of those where it's, I mean, obviously, I'm sick of Tango, but I knew he wasn't going. The one person, if I really had to choose, it would have been sending home White Boy. You don't think 12-pack deserves to go home? It's more of just personal choice. Of he like, a thousand
1: percent deserves to go home. For better TV. Yeah, I guess. Like, in terms of, well, in terms of good TV, I guess then Real would go home because yeah. Real's fucking boring. Sorry, RIP, get your colon checked. I don't know. But I liked
0: Real because he was just cool.
1: He was real. Oh, uh, what an episode, though. It was fun. It was a fun one.
0: A lot of drama. Not necessarily the
1: episode of this show, but the episode, not the, uh, not the episode you. of our show, but
0: of. <laughs> this show with, with us today was a lot of fun. Hopefully, guys. And I guys think people are going to enjoy it.
1: Lasted through the end. I would appreciate it if you did. Why would you say these things? I don't things? know, because I need to go to sleep.
0: Jesus Christ. Talk about delirious. Well, I'm going to keep this positive. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed listening to us. <laughs> you could find us on Facebook at Rewind the Love Podcast. You could find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rewind Love Pod. You could find Sonia on Twitter. I can at, do my own plug. No, at, because you're going to be like, Marie Meh. Says,
1: at Sonia Marie Says on Twitter. Gang, yeah. gang, gang.
0: You can find me at Mr. Feeney519. Uh, I would like to. Thank you for listening on behalf of both of us. I know we sound very ungrateful. More... I know. We love no, we true. love it's everybody who's been listening. Trying to be up it's the beginning of the sickness. I probably sound stuffy, which sucks. Um but yes, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Tell friends who don't suck. Uh appreciate a five-star rating. That'd be phenomenal. Uh, but we'll catch you next time here on Rewind the Love. Bye. Bye.